Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we have a special guest joining us to talk about world progression, his experience with it, and the fact that he's diving back into it. And we're also going to be talking about the patch 3.2 trailer and some of the other interviews. Wait. There's like a few other little facts that came out in interviews this last week, some PvP stuff. Ah, you know, the usual. But first, I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo, and joining me as per usual, Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you, my boy Blue. How you doing, Sly? No nickname this week. No. Uh, are we saving? Are we saving it for a special guest? We're saving it. Okay. We're saving. You have it. one prepared? Well, Mel had one prepared. I'm just gonna use that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what did you expect that that wasn't what I was gonna say? You, as soon as you heard, I was giving you a nickname. You should have known. Yeah, I should have. Yes. And joining us as a special guest this week. You may remember seeing him a few times over on Mog Talk, another Final Fantasy XIV podcast. It's Layla Bell, a.k.a. Mel, my girlfriend's ex-Valentine slash ex-internet boyfriend. Or internet oh. boyfriend. I'm going to say ex-internet boyfriend because you broke her heart with that Valentine's Day thing. When you she she broke my heart. Yeah, she broke your heart. <laughs> What yeah, and I went Godfather? to the wrong scene. You know what? That's the Broke best thing. Heart, I went no. to the wrong scene. I went to my live stream scene, so it was just a black screen for a second right there. That was interesting. I had to screw up it. I had to screw up the intro somehow, right? Yeah, it's like customary. How you it's doing, Layla? Incident zero. Incident zero. You doing good tonight, Layla? Doing well. Uh, you know, excited to be here. Glad, uh, glad you invited me on. Should have a lot of fun. You said yes. You just. I was just like, oh, let's, let's just ask him. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was excited. Yeah, two thumbs up. Like, very excited. Always professional here on the show. Well, uh, we definitely want to talk about the 3.2 trailer at some point during the show because, I mean, like, everyone's talking about it. I don't know about you guys. I've watched it, like, maybe 15 times. Watched it a lot. 10. Yeah. 10? 10. Amateur. Whatever. It's okay. It's all right. But first, we actually want to talk to our special guest, Layla. A lot of you... Uh, have probably seen when he was on Mog Talk and he talked about, um, you know, Elysium and being in the World Pro Group and what it was like and uh, about Alexander versus Quail. We're going to be asking uh, Layla a little bit more about, you know, how it's been, you know, leaving the scene because, I mean, Group 1 broke up. I mean, that's what everyone calls them, Layla. They're just, they're Group 1 or Updog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that people, uh, you know, the, the, the Updog joke, that was a joke that was a year and a half in the making. And uh, I'm glad that we finally were able to, to publicize it. I'm, I'm glad you were, too, because I remember when the A4 Savage World first came out, the very first comment said, What's, What's up, dog? dog? I loved it. I loved Not it. How much? How about you? <laughs> God, it was so embarrassing. It does sound embarrassing. Oh, man. But, I mean, it was still world first A4 Savage. I mean... I, I was just clearing A4 Savage, and we were having pretty much a spaghetti night. And when we were finally about to beat it after, like, a bunch of fails, I was like, come on, 50K. Come on. 50K. <laughs> 20K. 20K. Yes! Yes! Sorry, I had to muffle it a little bit because I don't think I can match you the nerd screams. and Leroy in any way. Yeah, it's, it's mostly – so those nerd screams, uh, they're, mostly, they're mostly Leroy. But I definitely get involved. Um, Coldy sees a lot of play in the in the nerd screams. People don't know that. They don't hear him uh, behind me and Leroy. They don't know what Coldy actually sounds like. So one of those yeah, voices in pretty the much. Leroy has, Leroy has a very distinctive voice, and then I'm usually just the loudest. So we fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mew who is completely overshadowed by everyone. 
Yeah, Miu and uh, Sinov generally are the ones who are quietly in the two healers quiet in the back. Yeah, and considering what A4 Savage requires, the the, the irony in that yeah. is pretty staggering. I mean, I think, they were. I know what it is. I think the DPS yell louder because they're fucking bored. The whole you think so? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I, Leroy. I wasn't but bored, but Leroy might have been. Fold and. Uh, Fold and um, Chia probably bored out of their fucking minds just on the <laughs> boss. Like, oh my god, do the mechanics. <laughs> you can, uh, you can dis uh, distinctly hear Chia in that clip. Um, he, gets, he gets quite emotional. He's so happy. He's like, I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that being said, it's good to talk about A4 Savage as a memory, but you were out of the race. After yes. that, you, you, uh, group one broke up back in, what was it, October? We, uh, Updog split up, um, we went our separate ways pretty much back in October, yeah. Um, we, we, uh, got everyone their Godwalker mounts and then basically decided to take a break from the game. Now, did you, did you know that, did you ever think that you would be hopping back in? Or were you just like, fuck this shit, I'm out? <laughs> well, so here's the thing that people, a lot of people don't actually know, um, you're not, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to talk about it. Um, we actually had planned to call it quits before A4 Savage had, had even died. Um, we, we had planned for that to be our last hurrah. Um, sometime around A3 Prague, we, we basically had a discussion before we zoned in, like, hey, we, you know, I don't know if we should keep doing this anymore. Let's finish this up, you know, finish what we started, but... Um, you know, I've got other things that I want to be taking care of right now. Um, so we actually knew before we even started the manipulator that that was going to be our last fight together as a group. Um, but you know, once we we felt that we owed at least we owed it to everyone in the in the party to at least get them all their gobwalkers because you know pugs weren't clearing it yet. So we wanted to make sure that um, they were getting access to the the gobwalker that you know the, a pug group wouldn't be able to give them access to. So we wanted to make sure we got everyone their gobwalkers, got everyone the, the weapons they needed um, and whatnot before we actually decided to formally split it off. Now, do you still keep in touch with some of the members of the group? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, we've kept our Skype group um, fully intact. Everyone's still a member. We talk on a daily basis, actually. So a bigger question is, is the gang getting back together? And the gang? The, the gang one final, final hurrah? No, the gang is not getting back together. The oh, the members that are gone are not coming back. Damn. Yeah. Well, you're playing with some of them though, aren't you? In uh, yes. your new group. Who who yeah. who from OG who from the OG eight is in that group? Well, uh, there's four members of Updog still playing the game. Uh, three of which I'm currently playing with. Uh, myself, Fold, and Muni are playing together for 3.2, and then she is playing with Team K-pop. Your team. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm well aware of. <laughs> that was one I had accounted for. Just to fill you in. Yeah, just in case I, I forgot Chia was... You haven't checked the party list in a while. Mm. No, I mean, <laughs> when, I'm in, when I'm in A4 Savage and we're practicing Nisi, it's like, it's fucking, I'm just here. I'm it's like, just target dummy, right? Just fucking, it's, like, it's like fucking turn 7 Savage all over again as a melee DPS. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a funny, in the Skype group, so Colby is someone I actually in some way stay in touch with quite a bit. Why was oh, your really? stream last night powered by Coldy technology? <laughs> so my stream, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so my stream title last night, I was doing a very long stream yesterday. I was, you know, Layla powered by Coldy technology. It's because Coldy, um, out of the goodness of his Canadian heart, mailed me his old graphics card. And I've, I've been using that, I installed that yesterday. It's a GTX 780, which was a huge upgrade over my old 560. So oh. a massive upgrade for me. 
Um, and, you know, very grateful to my good buddy Colby for, for doing that. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, so you have that Skype group, speaking of Coldy, do you just, when the words Blade and or Soul enter your chat, does Coldy <laughs> appear? Because that's what happens to me. I feel like Coldy has, you know how you, you can set those Skype notifications that alert you whenever a certain keyword is said? I'm pretty sure yeah. he has them for Coldy and BNS. Okay, just yes. making sure, because it happens in my stream all the time. I just be like, yeah, yeah we're talking about this. He's like, no, that's not right. Coldy Live has popped up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I got to know this. Layla, you and I are both in the same, in case people didn't figure that out, we're in the same free company. That did not disband, like, the Reddit post from God knows how Elysium long ago. Elysium is still kicking. <laughs> that Reddit post was so good. Um, fellow EM member, yes. Prague, is, Prague is in a week. Yes, it is. How does it feel going into Midas Savage after what you dealt with in Gordia Savage? Well, I think that's a multi-tiered question, so it's going to get a multi-tiered answer. Okay. Um, because there's two different ways I can feel about that. I can, I can either feel, you know, extremely proud of what my team was able to do in 3.0 and carry that into 3.2 and, and uh, have very little stress regarding 3.2 and, um, you know, very little pressure in that regard because, you know, we've, we've already accomplished our goal. Um, however... The massive competitive spirit that I am, because that's really what I play this game for, um, I'm looking for the next challenge. And I'm actually very excited for Patch 3.2, uh, partially because, you know, I mentioned I'm looking for the next challenge. I, you know, the new group that I found myself a part of, the new group that uh, we've put together with Fold, Miu, myself, and other members of, of Elysium, um, it's, it's a very exciting opportunity for me. Uh, it's a group that's very different from my former group in terms of um, group dynamic and group strengths um, and group weaknesses as well. Um, so it's it's a very interesting endeavor, and I'm very I'm I'm really looking forward to you know taking it on and uh, you know taking this new group through uh, savage progression. Now you touched a little bit about the kind of struggles. Um, do you? Would you ever like to see another prog tier like Gordius? Because we know that Midas is getting dimmed down a little yeah. bit. Or would you prefer some tiers like Second Coil Savage? Um, well, there's, there's pros and cons to both. Um, okay. I think when you examine how Gordius played out, I think there's no way to defend the fact that Gordius took five weeks um, for the world first and, and second teams to clear. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the uh, there's just no way to argue for that. Uh, I, in, in my eyes, the progression cycle lasted much too long. Um, it was extremely taxing on all members involved. Um, you know, it was uh, not only our group, but I know I, I have it on good authority that you know Lucrezia was uh, you know going through some internal struggles as well when it came to Gordius, um, mm -hmm. just because of how taxing that raid tier was. Uh, you know, five weeks out of your summer, and, and honestly, more than five weeks because there was so much time leading up to Gordius that you were actually preparing for progression, you know, and leveling all the new jobs and learning a new expansion. Progression honestly started nine weeks before Manipulator died when Heaven's Word came out. That was the start of progression. And the, when, you, when you think about it that way, the tier is just extremely daunting, and 
it, it did get overwhelming at a point, and I probably would not want to ever see a tier like Gordius return. Um, now, obviously, Gordius and Second Coil Savage are designed very differently. You know, Gordius mm -hmm. was designed to be not completed with max item level gear. Whereas Second Goal Savage was tuned for the max end level gear attainable at the time. Because right. it, it was during a filler patch, and you're zoning into the filler patch with uh, you know, best in slot from 2.2. Um, I think that that was a, an interesting idea for the time. It was an interesting band-aid to the, the situation that they were struggling with, which was uh, our hardcore player base is kind of bored right now. Um, do I think that they need to do the exact same thing again? Uh, no. Um, I actually have some, some interesting ideas of what they could do to kind mm -hmm. of ch uh, change up the, the mold a little bit and get away from the Gordius uh, dynamic and the second Cola Savage dynamic and it might be a little more interesting for, for players like uh, you know my group or other hardcore groups but um, let's hear yeah. it then wait wait but, but don't you like isn't this really the case of we got what we asked for in terms of you know hardcore world first prog um teams and uh raiders like yourself y'all you live for the challenge we do so, so when you're presented with this and you said like you said it was daunting the, the amount of time it took the amount of time and um effort that you put into it was daunting yeah. like isn't it like you, you got what you asked for it, it was it more than than well, you asked for it was, it was certainly more than we asked for. I, I, can, I can probably safely say that. Um, for me personally, the, the difficulty of the content is irrelevant. Okay. Um, to me, it's about the race. And the race is going to happen no matter if the content is trivial or if it's extremely difficult. Right. Um, to me, the only thing that I truly enjoy is the race. You, when we look at a tier like Final Call, Final Call was uh, objectively simpler than Gordius Savage. Right. Um, however, the the final coil race to me was still very interesting and exciting because it functioned as a sort of a sprint, a sprint to the finish line. You know, in that first week, and that to me can be exciting as well. Yet people still complain though. Like at, once the race was over, people complain. still complain. Uh, oh, people this... always complain. Like people who don't even beat it in the first week are like, right. that was too quick. Yeah, I, th I think people are. I, yeah, people are always going to complain. That is something to you know sort of have a knowledge of. Um, you're not going to make everyone happy with everything that, that uh, you do. But um, while, even though Gordius was daunting, you still have to finish it. And right. uh, that was sort of the mentality that us and everyone else carried into it. Now, you, and you mentioned the five-week progression, yeah. uh, how it was just so taxing. What, and this is for both of you, what would be, what would you consider to be the most optimal slash best time frame in terms of progression in, when it comes down to a world first prog? Uh, I don't know about you, Layla. I, I'd go two and a half weeks. So does that mean you have weapons? That means that I'd like it to be to the point where it's probably pretty close to clearable without weapons, but that little extra push, and then it's more of a mechanical check. Kind of where second coil, because that's how long turn nine, the original, it took about two and a half weeks for that to fall. I'd like to see fights that are killable without weapons. So like A3 Savage? Like A3 Savage. Um, because what that does is... Otherwise, it's going to be a very boring... Not boring, but it'll be a very uh, linear um, 
gear First progression race. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that, I mean every team in the world is not if if you're completely unable to kill the fight without weapons, there's no you know fun ways you can utilize your tomes to benefit your progression better. Every, every you're just gonna be pulling for weapons, and you're gonna all in on weapons week three, and you're just gonna go and kill the boss that you probably had mechanically mapped out for over a week now. You've just been unable to kill it due to an arbitrary DPS check or something. Um, I'd like to see them designed in the mind in, in mind of not requiring weapons, but a weapon can put you push you over the edge. So, uh, so happy. You said about two and a half weeks. At any time after that, do you think it, it it's time wasted, or is it just you know, like let's just hurry the fuck up and get this done? It, it, it's like this is eating away at my life. Okay. Kind of, kind of deal. Like five, like he even mind. He finished it in five weeks. Layla beat it in five weeks. We took mm-hmm. seven weeks, and we, that's because we had. I mean, we had two weeks off, kind of, because of bad scheduling. But it's still like that's a lot of time that you're taking away. It's understandable. First week, great. Second week, tone back. Third week, it's like I kind of want to get back to my life at this point, you know. So having about half of that week at the standard at a standard raid schedule seems kind of uh, where the limits kind of lie. You kind of don't hope it goes more than that, even if you're willing to do it, because then you have to start worrying about all eight people's mental health even more so than you were already, and their personal lives, which are are going to start conflicting with potentially conflicting with uh, progression. Yeah, uh, we. You know, this is sort of a side comment, but um, this is something that we do preach to all of Elysium members at least. Um, Make sure your life is in a very stable spot before getting into progression like we're we're talking about. Um, You know, real life responsibilities should be prioritized first. Um, I've said this many times before, but if if now is not a, a stable point in your life or a good point in your life, there's no harm in in getting things organized and waiting till the next progression tier. There's always there's going to be more progression. It's the prog- this isn't the last progression tier. Just like the next one's not going to be the last progression tier. There's always going to be more opportunities. Yeah, and we touched on this uh, what a few weeks ago about the the kind of mentality you have to be in when you go into world first prog and just hearing it again. It I, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> like I really couldn't do it. I, I'm, I'm I mid, people, it. You didn't I'm believe mid-core. me when I I'm said mid-core. that. I'm mid I have. I. I can't. Like, yeah, my life is in order. It's fine. I'm good. But when you kind of verse it like that, it, it's intimidating. It's really fucking intimidating. Well, I don't mean to intimidate you, but it, <laughs> it, 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 it is important to highlight, you know, because people can get caught in the snare. I've I've watched it happen firsthand. I've watched other groups go through this problem of they didn't. Uh, set themselves up in a stable position before taking a week and a half off of their life right. and their their life just unraveled in those two weeks and if you're if you're not careful you can have that happen you hear that folks alexander doesn't just break statics it breaks souls. <laughs> it breaks your soul it breaks you your just, life don't worry just buy a few swimsuits it breaks your life. oh man i'm not gonna throw him under the bus <laughs> i'm not throwing i'm not throwing coldy under the oops i just did he threw himself <laughs> under the bus <laughs> He threw himself under the bus anyway. Look, he says it right there. Just buy supplies of swimsuits. Prague is easy. Never need to wash clothes. Oh, he said that. He said that in okay. chat. Right. He threw himself under the bus. He threw himself under the bus. Then I didn't even have to do the work for him. For there him. you go. <laughs> so you were just mentioning um, that you had some ideas for the way that you would do Prague versus the way they do it now. Yeah. So 
we're in a, we're in a, we're in an interesting spot right now in terms of designing these raid tiers. Um, they're they're struggling to find a balance between balancing the normal modes and the savage modes, and balancing savage mode uh, so that it's able to be cleared by you know all skill level, not all skill levels, but uh, a wide range of skill levels and time investment. Um, and they haven't found their stride with that yet. And I, I've I've always thought it was interesting because one of the the one of the reasons one of the things that they cite sometimes is uh, of being a problem in regards to that is you know a lack of resources or a lack of uh, time allowed. That's one of the reasons we have these long patch cycles and this content drought is because they need time to develop this content. Um, and when I think about what 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 I would enjoy in terms of uh, content and you know, versus the content that's being provided for, to me right now. Um, I think that there's actually some easier alternatives that they could be doing. Um, and what I'm, what I'm about to talk about may sound kind of familiar for anyone who's played World of Warcraft during the Old War era, uh, because it's, it's very similar to that. Um, I've, been, I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks on my stream, but the, I don't necessarily agree that they have to go to a multi-difficulty raid system of a normal and a savage mode. The, the second coil of Bahamut philosophy, that, that raid design philosophy can function and can work in, in a Heavensward uh, game. But they have to, they have to be, and, and one of the reasons it can work is you can focus on designing one difficulty tier. Mm -hmm. And then what's, what's always been the problem historically? Uh, hardcore players have been bored during the filler patches. One thing that I would find interesting, and it's a, it's a great way for them to utilize these filler patches, is take their, take their uh, raid tier that they designed the patch before and add hard mode achievements to it during a filler patch. Now, what does this mean for them in terms of design and development? Well, they don't, they don't have to develop any new content. They're taking content that they've already made. They're adding special win conditions to that content at that point. Um, you know, this could be uh, something as trivial as um, killing A1 Savage uh, before a jump, doing a zero jump A1 Savage. That could be a hard one achievement. Um, or it could be something as difficult as uh, something that Miuni uh, suggested a week ago or so. Of course. Of every player in your party must touch both colors of Judgment Nissi. And... <laughs> That's, that's, for anyone who's tried Judgment Nissi or has familiarity with, with Judgment Nissi and Alexander IV Savage, that's a tall task. Um, but uh, I like the idea of, of adding hard mode achievements to the game because it's, it's very resource, it, it doesn't cost many resources for them. And it's something that can add a great deal of enjoyment to the game for players who are wishing to push themselves and, and it, uh, it go beyond the content that, that they're given. Where's now, the red I'll, button in the back of the room? I'll yeah, agree with that. I'll agree with that. But now you're saying one, just one, one um, difficulty tier, just one. In in that in that kind of uh, design, yeah, you'd probably just focus on one one difficulty tier. It would allow them to focus more on that one difficulty one difficulty and not mm -hmm. have to uh, you know bounce back and forth between normal and savage and and uh, you know balance between the two of them. Now I'm going to play devil's advocate here for the casual sure. side, uh, because remember uh, back in um, second coil, the um, the issue that a lot of people were having, and this is more towards the casual side, is I'm missing out on this interesting story. And, really? 
and it's a part, and the story's a part of it. I'm missing out on this interesting story. One, because I can't find a static and I can't find a group good enough to, um, to kind of clear this content. So I, the normal in the normal in um, Savage kind of curtailed that. What, what is, what does that idea do for the casual crowd then? Well, it doesn't do much. I can tell you that. But right. what I can say is um, I, I can't speak to the, the casual crowd of that, that's, you know, not, not pursuing a static, not pursuing uh, party finder groups to, to try and uh, struggle through the progression of content. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember, at least back on Gilgamesh, though, the number of pugs that were clearing second coil was at an all-time high. Uh, it was very high during patch 2.2. Um, there were very few players on Gilgamesh who didn't clear second coil. Well, may not very few, but there were very few players of the raiding community. And I guess that's the discrepancy. Um, it's the raiding community versus the non-raiding community. And mm-hmm. what the normal mode now uh, allows is for the non-raiding community to have access to that story. And I think that is something that should be I should highlight and uh, you know maybe give more of a nod to that uh, you would be alienating a, the non-raiders from the story aspect of, of, of raiding. Uh, the only thing I can say to that is I encourage them to raid. I encourage them to get involved and, and to try and try their hat, try their hat at raiding. And that, that's better than, you know, most of the kind of hardcore responses to that. Just, just watch it on YouTube. But they want to experience it. No, I've heard, I, I'm, I'm not going to tell I've somebody heard, to watch it on YouTube. I've heard, because I've actually heard that, and it's like, they want to experience it. Yeah. But to me, it's about the journey and, you know, going through progression. Yeah, that's a great use of your monthly fee. I, I think that's fun. I think learning right. those fights and trying, pushing yourself and trying to tackle that content, I think... People should get enjoyment out of that if they try it. So I would encourage them to try it. Okay. If there's anything I've learned, Layla, it's that, because I thought I was like, ah, no one likes normal mode. And I said that, and so many people were like, uh, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of people that like normal <laughs> And they'll probably, I think the thing is, they're probably going to, no matter what, you know, always develop normal mode from this point on. Yeah. I think at this point, let's just, apl- let's just apply that to, to Savage. If Savage is going back to being between coil difficulties, let's just add that idea on top of what Savage is now. Make it so you have to only, you can't use the Gobwalker in A2 Savage or something. I don't know. <laughs> you have to use Fluidor hey! to get rid of the bombs. Woo! Let's use Fluidora and Machinists. There you go. We, we use one. quite a bit of Fluidora. Yeah, you got to do it. You got yeah. to make time. Got to make time for all that... Uh, all the DPS we needed back then. Uh, all right, so there's one thing in particular I want to ask you about. Because last tier, you raided on Warrior. Yes. Here we go. And this tier, we're seeing quite a big amount of changes to tank stats. And by big changes, I mean vitality. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you right away. How much stronger than strength is vitality going to be in your mind? <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, that's, that's, in your uh... mind, what do you think they will do well in my mind and ba- based off of the quotes that i've read um so this is not totally my mind i guess but uh the rumor is that um vitality you you're just the rumor is that wearing fending is going to net you more attack power than wearing sling um i don't have an official source on that but that's the rumor that's been given to me many times and has been quoted from their live letter translation and and the you know whatnot um you know how how, how the, the ratio between how much strength 
how, how strength and vitality contribute to your attack power individually, nobody's going to know until we actually log it and hit a target dummy. But um, I think most players are expecting to be wearing fending. Now, the interesting thing for me is... Um... Our attack, the attack power values are just innately going to have to be lower because strength. They said strength is being reduced and changed. Mm -hmm. They never said removed. Yes. So yes. that Im that implies it still has you can think some of, weight. You can think of strength as uh, a neo debt. It, it's like an old school debt. It's that's all it is. It's debt plus. So debt that plus. means that if you're wearing, that means vitality probably won't scale on a flat one. 1.0. I mean, thinking about that just the way that having two main stats is and the fact that their left side gear has both stats as it is. It would, it would have to not, yeah. Yeah. So that's an innate, that's an automatic attack power nerf to all the tanks, isn't it? And in yes. theory. Yes. In so, theory, yes. with that in mind, Vit, Parry versus Strength Crate Accessories. <laughs> have you thought, have you given any thought to this? If the, if because we don't know if anything's happening to Perry. They've made no mention of it, so I'm assuming nothing's happening. And that stat has still remained in the same state for God knows how long. I have given thought to it. Um, the short answer is Vitality does more than just damage. Um, Vitality is also going to you know, raise your HP pool. Uh, so that's going to contribute a lot to the conversation. Um, that's going to be measured a lot also when you're thinking about what you're going to be wearing. Um, I anticipate that we're just going to be seeing a ton of fending, but um, I'm open to, you know, weaving in some uh, strength crit if there's a, not a good fending alternative, um, should the attack power call for it. But uh, because of the fact that Vitality is a, you know, multi-benefit stat, um, you're probably going to be seeing a lot of Vitality. It's so multi-benefit that tanks will probably have to spend more on food than anyone else because they'll want the highest Vitality food that they can get. I... I'm hoping that there's an adjustment to that. Um, I think the fact that tanks, that, that po tanks potential main stat is going to be on food. I'm hoping it's not an oversight by them, and that they're going to address that. I still think it's going to be an oversight. Do you think that maybe made be. made to offset the loss of attack power? Otherwise, from... no, I don't think I don't think that there's any correlation there. I think I think if if it goes through like that, I think it would be an oversight. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I, mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I'm, I'm not going to be paying 120k of food, whatever comes I mean, out of the recipe. That's, yeah, the the, <sighs> the 37 bit food are very expensive. So. Oh yeah. Oh shut up, y'all! Like y'all ain't got all the damn. Oh, guilt. listen, Sly. Everyone oh, here we fun. go. Here, he listen. Everyone, listen. I'm sorry that we actually like buy the food off the market board or like craft it, you know, and we don't just have our freaking United Negro Dragoon Fund hand us all our food. I actually Slide. buy my food too. Yeah, with their my, my, money. No. With my money. It's your money now because they gave it to you. <laughs> you opened yourself up to this with the United Negro Dragoon Fund. Okay? You opened my, yourself my up. My retainers have been doing well. I've been buying Steam staff for whatever. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you have been. Speaking of Perry, as a stat, do you think they're ever going to do anything with this? They Wait, should. What? I mean, I don't know whether they're going to, but they should. Okay, so we, there's very a few options. Stat right now. There's a few options that are flying around. People are yep. saying make it automatically counterattack if you parry. That's one that I've seen. Some have just literally said give it the skill speed spell speed treatment that they did to summoners with dots. And I've uh, I heard one more. I think it was something along just make it better, like just remove it from dexterity and give parry uh, the same value that dexterity was given, pretty much. 
So my favorite solution to the parry problem is to have parry rating affect your parry mitigation. That's always been my favorite. Um, give uh, tanks a baseline uh, mitigation percentage, maybe of 10%. Have it, have it be much lower than it is now. Uh, maybe a 10%. Um, and the more parry rating you wear, the more uh, the more your parry is going to mitigate. And you know why do I like that solution versus some of the others you mentioned? Well, I think uh, about and, yeah. and mostly it's because I'm a warrior. And I think about what parry's problem is for a warrior is the fact that raw intuition exists. It makes parry rating completely useless for me. I don't need it. I don't need parry rating. I, I have an on-demand 20-second duration uh, auto parry whenever I, you know, every 90 seconds. Um, incorporating a, a parry rating that increases the, that benefits the mitigation of your parry now synergizes with, with warrior again. Because right now, parry rating is completely dead stat for warriors. And, you know, a, a system like that would bring it back to, uh, in, in light for warriors. And it also gives some cool uh, gear dynamic of, you know, you're not, your warrior isn't just stacking crit every, every turn. You know, maybe you want to be stacking parry rating for, for this very physical, uh, uh, very physically have, ad heavy fight of A2 Savage. You know, maybe yeah. parry rating would see more play there than crit. Um, That's always been a big thing. Cool gear dynamic. Bosses just attack so slow that it even removes the use for parry mm -hmm. a lot in content. But I remember in Final Coil, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I remember seeing a lot of the world prog tanks going like just dexterity out the wazoo because of how well it's scaled. Like I remember claims yeah. of like 40, 44% parry rating with those full dex melds. I mean, are we going to see that uh, ever again? Are we ever going to see that again? Mm. The dexterity builds. Why was that? Why was that so useful? Mostly just because of flatten or was it the ads and because it was mostly the ads in turn 12 and in turn 13 if i remember correctly the very first the very first time that the dexterity heavy paladins saw play in final coil was turn 11 um, i can i can actually cite a uh, you know the death and taxes turn 11 clear um, their paladin um, used a full dex meld set for basically the ability to solo tank the fight week 1 you know week 1 solo tank of turn 11 uh, opened up a lot of extra damage opportunities for your off tank. And it was really only possible through heavy block rate um, uh, from, from the dex melts. And, uh, you know, and uh, he was wearing a buckler at the time. You know, bucklers just completely outshine uh, medium shields and, and tower shields for, for block rate. Yeah. So, um, you know, are we going to see it again? Well, with the new melding system... I don't know. It's going to depend on how strength, how strong strength is, because uh, we're only going to be able to meld one stat on onto our right side and uh, one main stat. Sorry. Well, and, one main stat on everything, because the raid gear is going, the left side is going to have one. I mean, even raid gear itself is going to have the melding. Abilities. So the, the left side, yeah, the left side, you could see some potential dex play, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I I I um, I could see I could see it making comeback, but not for every tank. Hmm. Mm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, wait, all right, before Happy gets the chance to ask this, because I know he's going to smile way too much if he does, Pallies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about it? Are we going to see them return to dominance in 3.2? I mean, we don't know anything yet, but I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I can give you my, my thoughts on Paladin. Um, you know, I think Paladin is, obvi is obviously the topic of many heated discussions lately. Um, uh, some justi justifiably and some not. Some not. Um, 
Paladin itself as a class is in a fine spot. Uh, the issue uh, with Gordius, the issue with, and I'll, I'll, I'll highlight some of the problems with Paladin, but overall Paladin is okay. Paladin is a viable tank. And that's the important okay. dis, uh, distinction to make. It is, it is not a dead tank. It is a very viable tank. And you know, you can, the, the math supports the fact that over a three minute, over, over a course of three minutes on a very physically, physical heavy fight, a Paladin will outshine Warrior and Dark Knight in mitigation over, over a course of three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like three minutes and 20 seconds is when the Paladin really pulls ahead. Uh, so you know you have that strength. You have a strength like Divine Veil. Divine Veil is an extremely powerful raid cooldown. Um, and you have the strength in Cover. Cover is another extremely powerful raid cooldown. So what's Paladin's problem? Paladin's problem actually doesn't have much to do with the class itself. Outside of maybe it, the fact that it does less damage than Dark Knight and Warrior is concerning, yes. However, the major number one issue with Paladin and the, the number one contributor to why it didn't see much play in 3.0 is the raid tier. This is a raid tier that the uh, the tank busters did not favor Paladin. They favored a 60-second cooldown Dark Mind. They favored an on-demand uh, Inner Beast. You know, this raid tier was not designed with Paladins in mind. They this raid tier was clearly designed with their 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 new car, their their baby Dark Knight. That they had just released. Uh, it's very obvious in in the in the Savage uh, fights. Um, will we see a return? I have no doubt in my mind they're going to design fights with Paladin in mind. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to be seeing all three tanks clearing the content in 3.2. Uh, which ones remain optimal? Uh, which ones are optimal or remains to be seen, however? So you don't think that one tank is going to outshine any other in 3.2? I, oh, I think one tank will outshine the other, and, and that tank will be Warrior. Warrior <laughs> yeah. is completely stable right now, and it's, it's argu- <laughs> ob- objectively the best tank in the game. It's um, the best job in the game. <laughs> It's up there for cert for certain. Um, but you know, to say that Paladin won't be viable, I won't get behind. Um, mm. But it really just depends on the fight. You know, fights are going to call for different party compositions. And if you're looking to to be optimal at every fight, then you need to be flexible in what tank you play. Um, you know, mm. a Paladin should be proficient enough to play Dark Knight when it, when a Dark Knight is more viable, and a Dark Knight should be proficient enough to play Paladin when a Paladin is more uh, optimal. And one of them should at least be able to play. And one yeah, of them, one of them should be able the other to play guy, The other guy should have an axe. Yes, yeah. pretty much always. Uh, and well, before before you ask him something else, Sly, everyone in the chat's telling us they were, I, reminding us they removed strength and dexterity values from blocking and parrying. Oh well, there you go. I totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot too. Well, they mentioned that oaths are going to be changed. Uh, do you think they're going to basically make them work like defiance and deliverance? Um, that's the, that, that's what you'd expect. However, I'm wondering if there's something else they could do right now. I haven't, I haven't given much thought to that, so I'm thinking right now. The obvious that you would expect is that they're going to take them off the global cooldown. Mm-hmm. And if they and do that... And have them way. stop interrupting combo. Do they need to do that? It's pretty annoying. <laughs> pretty annoying it's annoying but i'm not convinced they need to do that um there's a there's a lot of cool see one thing that people may may or not may not be aware of i know many i know all the top paladins are aware of this because this is a big part of high level paladin play but uh when you enter an oath it drops your combo when you cancel an oath it does not drop your combo and that's very important to know um because what that does is that it opens up some cool rotations that paladins can do in shield oath dropping 
Now, you can drop your Shield Oath mid-combo. No, don't go Sword Oath yet, but you can drop your Shield Oath mid-combo and gain extra potency without interrupting your combo before you go into Sword Oath. And that's something the Paladins should be aware of uh, you know, when it comes to their Oaths. Most, most are, but not all. There you go. Pro tips. What about... I gotta ask about Clemency. Sure. <laughs> Please tell me you hate it as much as I do that that's interruptible. Well, um, I do, but I more so hate the fact that we're required to cast it. Because, you know, Clemency's major problem right now, and I do think Clemency is one thing that we should highlight as an awkward part of Paladin. Um, Clemency's major problem is the fact that you know the the large cast time of it, it it's 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 interrupting your debuff uptime and your dot uptime uh in your in your standard you know goring blade uh and halone rotation um and it's just it's overall just not contributing to your dps on a class that's already very weak in terms of damage compared to the other two tanks i use the term use the term weak loosely um but uh one thing that i've brought up a couple times now that I would like to see them do with Clemency, and it would also give some flavor to the class and uh, make tanking a little more interactive and interesting, and honestly raise the skill cap a little bit for the class, um, is let's, let's see some form of a, maybe it doesn't have to be a proc system, but something you do, for example, maybe every shield swipe you do, for every shield swipe you reduce the cast on your, of your next Clemency by 33%, and that effect can stack up to three times. So every three shield swipes, you now have an instant cast Clemency. Something like, and, and maybe that instant cast clemency lasts for 60 seconds, and you can pool it and use it, uh, use it as a warrior might use their equilibrium against a mechanic. Or, you know, clemency already has a really cool mechanic built into itself of every time, anytime you heal someone else, it heals you for half of the, uh, half of the heal. You know, maybe you can turn into a uh, bit of a, a raid healer in, in a certain part of a fight. Um, Mm-hmm. while also benefiting your tanking. It becomes a core part of your tanking rotation at that point. And I'd like to see them do something like, it doesn't have to be exactly that, but I'd like to do, see them do something interesting like that with Clemency. Somebody in the chat mentioned the idea of making it like every five blocks, for example. Yeah, it doesn't have to be shield swipes. It could be blocks, yeah. it could be crits, it could be you know, just something that uh, you do over the course, that you build towards. That That's the key. Because, you know, Think about a warrior's tanking and, and mitigation rotation. You're building towards that inner beast. You're, build, you're managing those five rat stacks as you're building up to those five rat stacks. Well, you're managing this clemency that you're building up to. I mean, I think that, that could be a really cool part of the class. I just hope that Paladin gets some decent love. And, and machinists and summoners and monks. I guess those are some other jobs that were kind of, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say monks. Well, monks have suffered because Dark Knights were so in flavor. And how much the DPS check was, you know, it was very clearly more optimal unless you were bringing a machinist to three melee. Um, yeah, to, monks, monks, I think got buffed though sometime in patch three if I remember correctly. Did. Yeah, um, they yeah. did. Their dam, it's it's their damage is, is on par. It's just without with that, with people don't really value mantra and dragon kind of got overshadowed by by uh, dark knight. People don't value mantra really. People really should value. Ma- I mean, the thing is, once you have enough gear, mantra does lose some of its value. But in prog. Eight, Listen, I'm never going to say extra healing is a bad thing. Right. It's, it's just that the damage, the, the combined damage composition of, of Dragoon Ninja, Black Mage, Bard has kind of just dominated the mentality of everyone. And even though those jobs are perfectly capable of doing Savage, people just shit on them all the time. And they yeah. still have Mantra too. Well, Dragoons do. 
I can tell you that uh, we really, really, really wanted a, a monk on our A4. <laughs> every every week we we tried to argue um, for bringing a paladin and a monk. Um, every I used to joke about this. Every Tuesday, we would uh, have that we would have a new argument. Um, you know, do we have enough gear yet to bring a monk and a paladin? Because a monk and a paladin are going to make the fight so much easier when you're bringing in Mantra and Divine Veil. Uh, it's just they're very yeah, desirable. Easy. It's just the the DPS checks of Gordius. You couldn't you couldn't make the argument for it. Except on the one time you got the kill, because I think you could have done it with a monk and pal. <laughs> uh you guys got lucky. You guys got that extra cast from uh from Carnage. Yeah, we we got the we got the Carnage. Um I think we are I think our kill ended at like thirteen oh seven. So we got we definitely got some extra time. You know, my my uh first Bahamut kill was very similar. We got an extra mega flare uh, before it enraged. So uh, good old good old mega flare, good old Good old Bahamut. Yeah, those were those were interesting times. <laughs> All right, so very important thing we need to bring up. You mentioned it a, a little bit before. Lucrezia had some internal struggles back in the day. That group is out of the race. I mean, that's been a big topic ever since EM, Team Up Dog, and Lucrezia's original group are both out of the race. So. A lot of people are looking like it's so it's 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 open like and this is this thing's up in the air. Yeah, it should. Who's taking the gold? Should light fire under people's asses. Who's taking the gold? Uh, I don't know. You really, I, I don't. You really don't put me on the spot like that. Um, Give me a name. Who's <laughs> taking the gold? Who's taking the gold? Give me a name. Well, uh, I can say that uh, I very much look forward to the challenge of. Uh, Bringing home the gold, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see. That is such a politician yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah, Layla knows that. Layla knows what he's doing. That's why I put that question in there because I was like, let's see how he let's see how he does this one. It's not going to be nerd. See how I dance around that one. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it's that's not going to be dance. nerd scream. Is what you're saying? They're not going to get world first again. Uh, I can tell you that my biggest goal right now. Is to get another nerd scream for you guys. All right, nerd scream 2.0. You guys heard it right here. Nerd I'm gonna, scream. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna work hard. He's gonna, he's gonna be like Monday night while the servers are down. He's gonna be like, he's gonna look in the mirror. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to vocal classes for that one. All right, so uh, we still got the 3.2 trailer to talk about. Um, before we go on to that, are there any other like closing thoughts or comments on the upcoming world race that you'd like to share with everyone? Um. I'm just excited. I think I hope that everyone else is excited. Uh, you know, we have a new raid tier. It's been a long time, six and a half months since we've, uh, you know, set foot in Gordius. Um, I encourage everyone to get out there and try it. Uh, Square puts a lot of time into this, this content and, you know, uh, we should uh, pay them back by giving uh, everyone getting in there and at least trying it. There you go. There you Use go. words, get in Use there, words. give it a shot. All right, on that note, let's move on to talking about the Patch 3.2 trailer. Um, took us took them long enough to get it to us. I know. At the very least. We've been waiting on this thing for a long, long time. Should have got it in a live letter. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they kind of, it's kind of on schedule for when they usually give it to us. Like, it's almost always like a Friday. They could have gave it to us Like, in just the how we know this Friday will probably be prelim notes. Almost guaranteed this Friday is prelim notes. Friday yeah. or Saturday, yeah. 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 So... Um, before we can really 
talk about it. We should probably refresh watch our memory Let's watch of everything that's inside of it. So we are actually going to watch the trailer. So those of you on iTunes, you can hear it at the very <laughs> So we're going to switch over to this cam. We're going to shut popcorn. our mouths. Grab your popcorn. Grab your popcorn and see you guys in eight and a half minutes after we're done watching this trailer. <laughs> long trailer. Yeah. I remember yeah. the, th the 2.1 trailer was 11 minutes. The 2.1 trailer was 11 minutes. 2.1? That was um, Extreme Primals? Yeah, that was Extreme, Titan, Ifrit, Garuda, Ultima, all those. That was a long trailer. <laughs> wow. All right, well, let's watch it. Disabling Sephiroth's restraints now. Good luck.
Since the days of Eld, when the bonds betwixt man and dragon were sundered by our hand, our peoples have known only war. To win a war, you must be willing to do whatever it takes. To fight, to kill, and if necessary, to die. Blessed children, go forth and back yeah yes that was a long eight minutes just as Layla said <clears throat> hype it was an enjoyable eight minutes hype but it hype. was a very very long I forgot we were even doing a show not gonna lie I thought I, really <laughs> I thought we were just watching it again so uh wow um before we hop into the individual details thumbs up or thumbs down uh thumbs, thumbs up, up. Thumb okay that was pretty that was pretty unanimous that was pretty yeah. quick give it a thumbs up as well so we're basically going to talk about the trailer in chronological order. So uh, first thing we get to talk about is Sephiroth. And skipped arm day. I hate that name so much. Really, really hate it. It's even worse that we have to hear her say his name because, mm -hmm. like, I just hearing it out loud. I don't want to hear Sephiroth. Can they just call him the Fiend, please? Oh, Doom. Oh, yeah, Fiend of Doom. Or they call him Doom. Yeah, Doom was, is his other name. Yeah, his name was Doom. He looks pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't skipped arm day, man. I, I like the way he looks. He's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Wakes up and like, what are y'all doing here? I like, the, I like the design of the fight. I like that they, you know, we have this big, huge primal we're up against finally instead of, you know, these little tiny primals we've Doesn't, that, doesn't that kind of look jet-like? Like the yeah, final jet fight, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was my first off, reaction. Comes back, yeah. He looks exactly like, and he also has his own music. As much as I love the Atma, the Atma weapon music from mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VI, that's still, uh, it's still pretty hype to hear the music change. I don't know, but when right. I first saw it, I thought, oh wow, they actually showed them beating him for once. And then I was like, wait <laughs> nope. a minute, no, nope. <laughs> that's not it. They're still that's moving around. It. This isn't the end of the fight. Oh. Could, could we get, could we get Jack metal music for that? I want Jack Metal. Like that, pretty metal. You like that music? I didn't like that. I, I love the Jack Metal music. I love uh, what's it called? Overworld? I think it's called or something or Otherworld. Mm -hmm. the that's the, the uh, that's the Jet Fight music, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Jet. That's the Jet yeah. Fight music. Yeah. Ah, you guys are weird. <laughs> what? You don't like, like it? No, I, I, I hated that. I loved it. Layla, please. Layla, please. But we we like having like you on the show 10. up till this point. Yeah, I just feel like Final Fantasy Ten. Uh, okay. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But I can... let's, let's mention one thing. The voice. The voice that you heard That's before. Kryle. At this point, I... I, I, I agree, I agree. It, yeah. Some people say it's Alice A. I'm like, no, it has to be Kryle. But it's weird, because so many people came to me, and they were like, oh, it's Alice A. I went and I double-checked the voice actresses, and then people did the same shit. Oh, it's Kryle. We went and listened to the other voice. It's like that... It, we can hear the voice. We know who it is. Yes. <laughs> I mean, first reaction was Kryle, but... I mean, that, I mean it, there's a little Alice in there. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to tell only because she's like over a speaker. Yeah. Kind of, which I thought was interesting. It could that, just be through a loop. Is that a, is that a, like, link per, a, a giant Link Pearl or something? Or I don't know. 
<laughs> what all what Sephiroth's constraints? Just a giant Link Pearl. That's how he talks to the other. Yeah. That's how he talks to the other triads. Yeah. Mechanics of the fight seemed pretty standard up till that second half, which we've never had a fight like that yet. Where yeah. it, you know, it looked like they showed him auto attacking, cleaving. His like phase change mechanic, which seemed to be all the eggies that summoners will never get. Um, <laughs> just to add that onto the list of eggies that summoners will never get. Don't worry, <laughs> we've lost count at this point. And then I'm gonna assume that other attack where he jumped up into the laser. I'm every time I see a laser like that, I assume it's split damage. Akmor yeah. has me scarred forever, along with Thermionic Beam. So could be. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume, they all stood together, but they also never played the the fucking fight correctly in any of the. Tra- in any of the trailers. Well, they, they can never die. They, they always have invulnerability every time they record this. <laughs> yeah, you can see that little, like, shield-looking animation every time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're invincible, by the way. My favorite is still the Ifrit Extreme where he gets hit by all four charges. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, that second half of the fight, though, holy moly. Like, um, yeah. the only thing that's upsetting me about that second half is that we know it's easier than Thornton. Yeah, that's what upsets me, too. And... It, I'm not saying it, it needed to be shame. harder than Thornton, but it'll be a cinematic par. experience. But I, I, I would, know. I would get kill for on par. But yeah, it, it, it's sad. It's getting dimmed down. Yeah, I think that the extreme primals is really another place they can look to kind of satisfy raiders. Um, I don't know if you've ever thought they, about even the then people won't be Layla. happy. Even then, a lot of people won't be happy. I don't know if you ever no, thought about yeah. savage primals, Layla. I know Zeno has. Zeno definitely has. Oh yeah. What was it? Titan. Uh, a ridiculous blood of, name. Blood of the blood of the blood dragon. Of the blood of the uh, dragon. Greased lightning. <laughs> something. Brutal. Yeah. I've designed like twenty fights. I have like a document somewhere. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> whip that out one day and just be like, "This is what we're doing." <laughs> Do you guys have any expectations of the other two members of the triad? Because he obviously he's very visually cool to look at, but we, he's the first of three. We know who the other two are. It's Sophia and um, I can't remember the third one's name. The uh, the demon. Well, they already they already ruined my theory because I had actually fully expected that we were just going to have a three primal council fight, and we were just going to fight all three of them, and it was going to be really un- uninteresting. So the fact that they're splitting them up already debunked my theory. Uh, uh, there, what, what would we have had if we if the, all three of them were coming at once? Like, what were your other thoughts? Because obviously they were they do, they do a primal patch. That's nothing new. What, what in, in, in what way are you asking? Like what what? Because if the, all three of them had come at once, then something else would have needed to have come. Like if that was in three point three, then in three point four, three point five, we would have needed something to fill after that. I have no idea. The story would have been rushed if that, that would have happened. Yeah, what yeah. if you get that in 3.5? Because these guys are only going to last till 3.4. Or are we going to get Kefka? <laughs> We're not getting Kefka. We're not getting Kefka. I don't, it's but, just, every time I see the tower, it has, the, it has Kefka's wing. The, the wings, I know. So I'm thinking maybe 3.5 um, Statue of the Gods, maybe? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. I'm taking a Statue of the Gods fight in 3.5. Not Kefka, but a Statue of the Gods. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the Goddess, in all honesty. Yeah, I want to see, see how they pull off the head. The head that's below. I want to see how they pull that off. Um, you know, Leska, that's all I think of when I see <laughs> that. I know you don't the, like the Final ten- Fantasy Ten, Layla, but I don't care. <laughs> the tentacles? Yeah, yeah exactly. at, least, at least I got the reference. Yeah, that's true. How much and Final then, Fantasies then, have you played, Layla? 
All of them? Then... I've played all of them, yeah. Okay, good. Just making sure. Because some people, I've like never played another Final Fantasy. Like, 14's their first one. I've never yeah. played Final Fantasy 2. Not, not, um... Don't, uh, save Japanese, yourself. Japanese 2. Japanese 2. Okay. No, yeah, save yourself. Really? Okay. It's, it's, it, ugh. It's, it's not, I don't like it. <laughs> it's, like, I, I think I played it for 10 minutes. I thought it was really weird and stopped. Yeah, because the only way to level up your skills is to use them. So, like, what you do is you just equip two yeah. shields and beat the shit out of yourself to raise your health and agility. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. And, and then you're fucking invincible for the entire game because you will always go first and nothing can hit you. Well, it doesn't sound like I missed much then. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just came out on, I, on, like, iOS and Android, I think, if you want to try that. But, no, don't do it. Don't do it. All right, next up we had The Feast. And believe it or not, this was where my interest was piqued. I yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, it does. Um, for the longest time, I think it's fair to say Final Fantasy XIV's PvP is... Lacking? Life support. That's being generous. It's it, it supported itself. We, we figured out a way as a community to support, like, to kind of support ourselves through PvP and make it something. It just... It, just hasn't gotten that surge yet. I think the feast is that surge. Yeah, it really needed a boost because man, Seal Rock is fun, but Seal Rock is all there is. <laughs> like, unless you're wind trading in the wolves then. Or right. participating in like the fight nights, which are good on occasion, but if you're lower rank, it's a little bit if you're like in the middle ranks, it's kinda hard to get involved in those nights because of the way that the matchmaking works right now. The Feast looks to be the answer to all those problems, though. Any initial impressions of what we saw there? Because this is, I mean, they're awful at doing PvP in trailers. Like, it always looks so scripted. Um, I haven't PvP'd a whole lot in Final Fantasy, but I did a lot in 2.5 when they, uh, you know, added the new, you know, 72-man and 24-mans. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it, it looks something, like something fun for me to do when I'm not reading. Um, so to me, PvP in this game has always been, it, it entirely hinges upon, am I enjoying the people I'm doing it with? Right. So, uh, I'm now, looking forward to having something to do that isn't raiding. Now, do we think that, because we, we know, we've seen it, like, PvP will get that surge right at the patch, and then it slowly but surely dies down. Do you think Well, the that... feast is two weeks late also, so, like, World Prague can happen for two weeks, and then if it's beaten before two weeks... Before the web, the literally the week's weak weapons come out, the feast will be implemented. Right. Yeah. So but the timing you, seems pretty good. Do you think it'll still die down though? It always dies down. Right. It's never gonna remain like you know at the top of popularity. It's not a PvP game. Yeah, it's not a PvP game. It's a PvE but, game at, at core. But they seem to want to support PvP. Like they understand uh -huh. it's a, it's a core aspect of MMOs, and it's nice to see it getting what seems to be the answer to most complaints about pvp mm -hmm. like people always go for the healers or uh you know i need to be in a grand company to play with my friend and then it resets my rank and all this other stuff because it's it's doing a bunch of things that are a lot different than the pvp modes we have now it's got supply boxes to pick up buffs it's not just a, it's not just the death match which even though seal rock is technically not a lot of people treat it like it is um and then you have the culling time which Makes the arena look really cool, but I don't really know how I feel about it yet. And thank God uh, for you know the, the how you just run over things to pick up because if they implemented the usual you know stand down for a few seconds <laughs> and try to examine slash pick up action, without being interrupted, yeah, 
it, it, it would it would be so slow and it would like it would be fun. So thank God for the devs uh, that they did that. But yeah, I think all the um this this sort of new take on PvP it it's interesting and I think it it'll hold it'll hold the PvPers and it'll bring some new PvPers in. I mean I'm not really a new PvPer. Again, I'm one of those PvPers who was there at the start, you know. Um, I'm just here for my free SOs and chicken, and I'm going to get out. That, that was me. That was me. And then the queue times were horrible after that, trying to get in front lines. Like, try to get in front lines now. You're not getting If you go right now on Ether Data Center, it will not take you that long at this hour. Bullshit. It'll take you probably seven to ten minutes at most. Bullshit. No. Dead serious. I'm in a PvP link shell who queues all day. I'm telling you, man, the PvP community's there and it's strong. It's just not in the forefront. What I think is important and what they haven't had in Final Fantasy XIV is they haven't had the proper framework mm -hmm. for PvP. So while it never has to be the the core of the game, it never has to be the, the forefront of the game, they should at least uh, respect their uh, that that portion of their audience enough to give them the framework to enjoy themselves in. And when they're adding something like the feast, what they're doing is they're giving them the framework and saying, here, we're giving you guys what you want. Uh, you know, go have at it, have, have your fun with it. Um, make mm -hmm. what you will of it. Um, we're now going to go back and focus on the rest of the game. And that's essentially what they're going to be doing with the feast. Well, I mean, we're getting, so the arena, first of all, is a big thing. I think one of the biggest things 14 has lacked for the longest time is arenas. Like, you need more arenas? than one fucking arena. Yeah. And we still only have one arena in this case, but it's pretty big. It looks Do like it's a good size for eight people, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you think they might have a scaled-down one for four? Because picture, when I think of this, I think of any uh, Halo, for example. Try, try eight people on a big team battle map. It, it's not fun. It takes forever. It, and I, would, I think the only solution for this, and hopefully we see this, is a scaled-down map for four people. I don't think we will. I think that with four people, the whole point of the supply boxes is to make sure you're moving around that entire arena. and get Because if, yeah. if you see one spawns on the lower level on the left, doesn't matter how big the arena is, that becomes the objective to fight at and fight over. Yep. Hmm. So I think that it's more scale to four and they real and they could just stick eight on top of it and it'll work just fine because then in eight man you have to worry about the, you have the dynamic of of a group of people breaking off while the rest are fighting and it makes for an interesting dynamic there i think i, I like the idea of the supply boxes in general i think it's i think yeah, it's good I to have an objective like i always like objective based gameplay which is why the slaughter was never really my thing even though it had objectives sort of um but yoshi P actually had an interview uh, they did a, a Wolf's Den tournament on an esports channel uh, overseas. Yeah, uh, Esports Max. I didn't see this. That's channel. funny. Yeah. yeah, I missed that on it. It was an original Wolf's Den. It wasn't the feast like a preview. It was the OG Wolf's Den tournament. And um, basically, Yoshi P kind of talked about breathing life into PvP. Uh, he gave some like general tips, like if you're new to PvP, try to do this, like focus on this. Uh, you know, try to make sure you can play well before you start worrying about the people around you. And he brought up a lot of things that I didn't think we'd see. A spectator mode, which they used at the tournament, um, okay. where you could you have set positions for the camera and you could follow individual players. 
He finally mentioned they said we will be adding 1v1 practice duels. Good. Oh. And the ability to set up scrims in practice matches. Could be fun. Mm -hmm. So, there are, and he even... Yeah, he kind of danced around the idea of open world PvP. That's forcing the issue. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like the idea. I think right now, um, as it stands... There's not enough interest. Maybe the feast will drum up. He interest. said they want to see how much interest there is in the feast, but that yeah. it's he he kind of did that thing where it's like let's watch what people do mm -hmm. and then make the next plan. Like he did that with Second Coil Savage. Originally he was talking about oh yeah we're working on Final Coil Savage, and then he's like never mind we're just gonna do Alexander Savage. Yeah, I think when there's enough interest in it, yeah, uh, sure why not? But as it stands, that's just extra manpower and possibly. For open world PvP, you're probably going to need another server. So that, that's what he it's more, man, more manpower, more money for another server, um, and you're going to need that interest. Without it, you're just going to waste money and resources on something people aren't going to do. What do you what think, Layla? You? Yeah, what about you? Um, I'm thinking about different ways they could add open world PvP in this game. Um, and the only thing I can think of is some f form of uh, resource-dependent zone. Uh, a zone where you fight over some form of resource in, in the middle or something. Uh, and Like making the whole zone kind of active on, on, on a large scale. Like, yeah. Like a, I, would, I wouldn't say a fate. Are you but, gonna say Wintergrass, Blayla? Okay, so I, I didn't want to reference <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. However, you know what I just thought? I found the way to fix Diadem. Oh god. Open world PvP! Diadem's fixed! There you go. Guilds can land, take over an island, I gotta defend the island. There <laughs> Wait, defend the wait, 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 defend the island while people are gathering? No, your people can gather. <laughs> And you can limit it to only... And the gatherers can fight other gatherers. You can change other pickaxes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. I mean, airship, airship PvP, guild versus guild airship PvP was always an idea that floated around when yeah. airships were first announced. So, yeah. there you go. Diadem, diadem's fixed, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. I like it. There you go. Oh, man. Dino Island is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Open world I'm, PvP gatherers the fish. Only. Well, you shouldn't have been fishing there, Sly. That's not your, those aren't your fish. <laughs> uh, do we think that, like, because Yoshi is kind of like an old-school MMOer. Like, he, mm -hmm. he, he's referenced that he played a lot of, like, the OG MMOs, and then he's played some yep. of the modern ones as well. Um, it's hard to imagine he was ever even hesitant about this stuff. Like, he's always kind of the person that thinks of everything, but doesn't always execute on everything, you know? So it's kind of interesting. Way. Well, he's always thinking, like, oh, this is the result of this. Like, this is a potential result. This is a potential result. And he comes to a conclusion about what they will do based on all the potential results. And it doesn't, it's not always the result we want to hear. Basically. Or a lot of ideas just get, like, put on the cutting block. Yeah, where are my open world primals? You're going to do open world PvP? I still don't have my open world primals that I can summon once that we were promised God knows how long ago. Put an open world primal in the middle of diadem. There you go. Yeah. 
I mean, they already. I'm surprised they didn't do that with Diadem. They have the weather effect there that summons the Proto Ultima. Y'all are just trying to. Y'all are just trying to <laughs> Diadem more fucking dangerous for me. God damn it! I, I, I'm we're trying to ready. make it. We're trying to make it fun, Sly. Exactly. It's chill. Leave my shit alone. I want to fucking fish. I want to make money. I don't want to worry about Sly, a goddamn Sly, Here's the thing: if I you want to fish, go I buy don't... a fucking boat. All right. Yeah. Open world, open world fishing. Go buy a fucking boat. All right. You got a harbor nearby, I'm sure. That's what I'm talking about. Will you guys be feasting in 3.21? Yes. When yes. Prague's over. When pro Well, I think it, I don't. I, I don't know about you. I'm making predictions, Leo. I think it's gonna be over before feast comes out. I'm not. I'm, I'm not counting. Out you're not, you're not that confident. Prediction. I'm not counting it out, but I'm making. I'm making predictions. <clears throat> you can make a prediction. I'm feeling it. But I. Uh... I have been betrayed before by my predictions, <laughs> so by by about five weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you. I went from Final Coil, which was the fastest raid clear tiered, to Alexander Gordius, which was which was the longest. It was quite a stark difference. A, a little bit. I I don't know. I think the shortest tier ever was was Alexander Normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's his, that's his raid in the Duty Finder. Count. You know, uh, I joked about this earlier, but um, you know when. One thing we when we when Alexander Normal came out, you know, everyone treated it as a joke, obviously. But on the top groups on Gilgamesh, we actually took it really seriously, and we made a big race out of it, like in Wing Shells. Yep. And uh, you know, we, it was like five different groups racing against each other through Alexander Normal, and it was essentially if you wipe, you lose. So you have to one shot everything. It was a sprint to the finish line. It was really fun. I remember that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got in like 30 minutes before we did, though. <laughs> somebody, somebody <laughs> oh, yeah, out. I remember. Yeah, you, you guys you, uh, didn't have eight members. Yeah. Kyo's uh, internet wasn't working yeah. that day because of some, some unfortunate circumstances. That, that was a whole horrible first day of, hey, we've almost beat A27. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then let's see. Uh, then we had, So next we had after the feast, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, mm hmm I don't know if I'll make it to Diamond, but we'll see. Hall of Novice. Platinum. Hall of Novice got some airtime. I'm not going to lie, I forgot about it. Before I don't know anything about it, to be honest. It's, it's going to serve, I think it's going to serve like Guildhess, but I don't, I don't think it'll be ignored like Guildhess were. Because I, well, I feel like Guildhess didn't really teach anything. This might do a better, this might be a better teacher uh, alongside the whole mentor program or whatnot, um, this might be a better teacher than what Guildhess were. I mean, so Hall of Novice is literally supposed to... So Guildhess taught you sort of like individual concepts. Like the first one teaches you, uh, hey, groups of enemies don't always have to be pulled together. You know, you can pull groups of enemies separately. And then you have one that teaches you, you know, make sure to pay attention to the objective of what you're actually supposed to be doing here, which is the turtle one. And then they kind of mm -hmm. go with that, like they just uh, kind of go on those individual ideas, but they never really try to teach you how to play your role. Like they never say, you're a tank, use your AOE skills to get enmity, mm -hmm. you know? And that seems to be where Hall of Novice is supposed to fit in, where it's supposed to kind of give you an idea as soon as early level 15, before you even go into the first dungeon, that this is, the, the if you can't complete this, then you should do it again until you figure out how to do it. If you can't hold aggro on all these mobs while these NPC healers are taking care of you, then you should probably do this again. You're not, you didn't pass. You got to pass this exam. Right. Um, so in conjunction, it seems like they're going to work together 
they don't actually fulfill the same role. And then you get rewards like gear and glamour and shit like that. So uh, I don't know. I think that they need. I think I think I'm happy to see this along with we'll talk about Stone Sky scene next because mm-hmm. they actually for the first time trying to facilitate players getting better as yeah. opposed to I'm all um, for that. Yeah, as opposed to just hey, other people should teach you how to play the game. <laughs> Figure it I out. I think they can work. I think both the mentoring system and this can work in conjunction. Maybe. I mean, that's the hope. I mean, level 15, you're still a Sproutling, and yeah. you have you only have access to that chat channel until you hit your 40 hours. As right. soon as you, so you better not AFK at like level one for 40 hours, or you're gonna oh, lose. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> lose access to the fucking channel. Um. Yeah. And then it's just achievement. Are you going to do it for the achievements in the glamour? Are you guys going to do the Hall of Novice? I haven't seen the glamour, but if glamour's worth doing it for, yeah, then, then of course. Glamour's the end game. I mean, I know Chia will do it for achievements. This motherfucker yeah. was playing Lords of Verminion for Meh. achievements. He's a, that's Lady of Verminion, Chia. <laughs> Show respect. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Chia. Sorry, fellow, fellow raid member, as Layla has reminded me. Um, and then Stone Sky C. I mean, seriously, do we need this? Can we just get a fucking... DPS meter. Is this really the solution? And it has it a more is, epic entrance than all of Alexander did. Okay, okay. Here's what I've been saying. A personal DPS meter. This could work. It could work, but it's only a dummy scenario. It, it doesn't, it's not, it's only going to teach, it's only going to teach you, it's not really going to teach you anything. It's only going to, you know, prove that you can DPS, and even at the same time, it's not even going to prove that you can DPS. You could probably fuck up your rotation and still clear that shit. It would work if you had an actual number to go on, you know, for yourself. Overall, par- parser, no. no it, it, there's good and bad to that. But this, with a personal parser, could work. We just, what we, the only thing we get is the situation. No mechanics, no dodging AOEs, nothing like that. That's what I've That's been saying. That's the thing. You're hitting a dummy. All the dummies are the same. doesn't matter which one I queued up for. If I do, you know, 1,400 it's a, DPS. It's a dummy. Okay, it's a dummy with, with HP. That's it's, all it yeah, is. Yeah, and its HP is, is scaled proportionately to tell you if you have the DPS for an individual fight. But you don't know if you have the DPS for that fight because you're not doing any mechanics. No. Well, you're getting into some dangerous territory there because you're you're essentially getting into being able to practice fights outside of raiding and uh, practice which they, your own see, which time. they spoke about potentially doing back before 3.0. They did. Which speak I've about never been a fan of, by the way. Practice mode. So, I, I'm not. You're not going to find any support here. <laughs> oh, you you don't like the idea of practice? No, I don't. No, yeah, I, I, I don't like you the idea of no. <laughs> 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 I don't like the idea of. Um, being able to practice phases of fights that you haven't, that you can't consistently reach yourself. Well, I don't think I would be okay. I mean, I, I think the idea of like, let's say in three point two, they've released practice modes for Gordia Savage. Okay. Because you've never done it before, like okay, I'd be okay with that because at that point, Gordia Savage yes. is no longer. I would, I would be fine with that. Yeah. I'm strictly speaking when, uh, in in a timeline when the content is relevant. Yeah, I think I think that that's kind I agree. of pointless at least if you can't reach it and finish the phase on your own i feel like that needs to be the minimum prerequisite for a practice mode 
you know, mm-hmm. to see the phase in the first place because otherwise. So how like, how would they gauge that though? They, would there be something? I don't know. They prob they can't even ga- they couldn't even get me into an instance. They couldn't even get me a raid that has four continuous bosses in one instance because they probably don't know how to save the file, mm-hmm. like save the data from an instance for longer than the period of time you're inside of it. So well, that's a good point. I actually didn't think that that was actually the reason, but that's probably, I feel like that's the reason. That's, that's probably why, a very valid point. The 24 man doesn't like if you the, the timer runs out, that's it. Like, you're yeah. saving progress. And when you say progress, it saves it. Did you clear this instance yet? Yeah, true or false? It's a, it's a simple if statement. Right. True, move on, you know, loot unavailable, move on to the next one, you know. So that's why I think we don't have one continuous instance for raids because for they set up the system and it's just they haven't figured out a way to do it. Right. Something why I was done for 13 years, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now, one final thing about uh, Stone Sky C. Just one small thing. That backflip, though. Yeah, backflip. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, they, that. They, mentioned it, it, jo- they mentioned job-specific emotes in, like, an interview or something. But that just uh, looked like a stationary elusive with, with, a, with a, you know, slam the lance down celebration. I want to backflip when I kill Voltron. <laughs> instead, well, of the, instead of the instead normal... Of the- Instead of cocking my axe up on my shoulder and then, you know. Instead of the normal nod. You know, that's true. Or, yeah. or the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the nod into the camera when he zooms in. I want yeah. to do a backflip. Yeah. That's true that Coil did. You were able to skip Trash Prog and Coil and it would save. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's true. been so long since we've had Trash in our raids that I kind of forgot about that. I like Trash also. I mean, this is getting totally off topic, but I, I miss Trash. I'm weird, right? <laughs> Wait, wait, you, would you want trash in you seven? Li- you liked doing the trash leading up to turn seven. Well, you- it's, it's a bit of a tangent, but I liked, I like the punishment of trash. Uh-huh. I, this, is, this is weird, but if I, if I take a WoW raid, for example, because I, I have a very long WoW background, so I'm going to reference WoW here. Okay. When, I'm, when you're progressing through like a Serpent Shrine Cavern, for example, which was notorious for oh. ridiculously difficult trash mobs. Yeah. And uh, trash packs. And, you know, after you wipe on a boss for two hours, you are then punished by the fact that you have to redo the trash that is now respawned. And I think that that punishment was uh, not only, uh, you know, good to separate the groups that clear, separate groups from the groups that clear quickly, but it was also, um, you know, something that uh, maybe not breaks the monotony, but adds a more a lively atmosphere to the instance. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is you want more Faust. Got it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, moving on. Wants <laughs> Faust. Well, I mean, we are getting more Faust. We're getting Tim and Bob. Tim and Bob. Awesome fight. Great job. Exactly. That's exactly what we're getting. Uh, next up, we had the Orchestrian. I mean, NPC's Matt Hype for yep. music change. Game has good music. Woo! Listen to it. <laughs> game does indeed have good music. The Feast had a pretty nice remix of that. Uh, I think that was of the Fate theme. The Feast had a remix of. Yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. In reality, though, that that jukebox is just gonna be playing the Papaya song like all day, every day for everyone. So. Fucking Mew is not allowed near that thing. All right. All right. We'll we'll, we'll block him from. I'll, I'll put restrictions on it. Okay. Perfect. All right. Just making sure, cause like, <laughs> somebody asked earlier, how did Mew do Nisi when neither of them are Honey Yellow? <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't, it's a miracle that you passed it. Are, who, are, are you guys going to be collecting the music sheets? Like, Fuck is this yeah. Real? 
You yeah. are? Like, you're gonna actually, like, make parties to go do fucking of World course. of Darkness? We have pony farming parties, why not this? Think about the idea of going back to World of Darkness for music sheets. I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd do it. Alright. Game, game has good music. Yeah. It does have good music that I have on, like, two or three Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> that I can listen to with my Blu-rays. <laughs> exactly. And how often do we even go to the EM house, Layla? I'm there every day. You're you there and playing every day, or are you there oh, in yeah. AFK every yeah, day? Yeah, you should come check out our house. We just we just redesigned it. It looks great now. Did we pay someone to redesign it, or did we, we redesign we paid, it? We paid, I think we paid someone to redesign it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we paid someone. I had a feeling. Oh, it looks man. way too nice to be done by us. I miss the maze in the basement. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Of the old uh, D&T house, I think that was. We had a, there's been a couple mazes in a couple different houses, yeah. Those are good. D&T had a good one. All right. Uh, then we have the Nap Beast Tribe quest. Do I need to say much? Um, well, I'll say one thing. Please give us more allowances. Pretty please. Please and thank you. This is just you one more. Your animo. What do you need more allowances for? Who, who's to say we won't need it in a future uh, step for relic for um, anima? Okay. All I'm saying is we have we have how many seven beast Twelve. tribes? Yeah, we got so we got yeah seven if you include that. seven so, beast yeah. tribes. And we only have 12 allowances. Not enough. We need 21. Okay. I've never done a single Beast Tribe daily in this I camp. knew that was coming. I was there with you for a while until I started, like, the last step of Anima. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, let me, let me try so to you do that. See, you know what Layla does instead of that? He carries through Coil and then does A1 and A4 in, like, a week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, 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 he's, a crunch, he's a crunch time kind of guy. You did only one character. Did you do on both characters. I'm doing. I'm only doing my, the relic on my main. I'm not doing a relic on my alt. All right. Just that all sure. will have a Gordian uh, axe and be happy with it. Yeah, damn well better be. Yeah. I guess. I guess we did confirm the non mine naf are helping the dragons, which was our yeah, theory. We, and did you did you see the uh, gobby in one of those scenes? Yeah, I was like, okay, I guess we're. I mean, the goblins of Idleshire and the hinterlands, other than the Illuminati. I mean, we're friends with them. Right. So I mean, but this. That, this is in the Forelands, though, isn't it? I think that I think that cutscene took place in the Hinterlands. I think that that specific one was at the uh, was at the camp. I'd have to watch it again. Okay. And even though we just watched it, I kind of turn my brain <laughs> off every time I get to the mount. <laughs> yeah. Fucking beast drive. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Fucking the mount is it. cool though. I want the mount. The mount is weird. It's like I, like. I agree. It's a really weird. It's a is it, it a seahorse? Is it a I don't know what the fuck. It I is. think it's a seahorse. I think it's a dragon or a seahorse. A seahorse is a dragon. So, in my eyes, a seahorse is a dragon. That's what that's okay. what Pokemon taught me. Cedra, Cedra was a Cedra and Kingdra were dragons. Okay. Whoa, were they? Hold on, I'm actually like. <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> I th I think I think in one instance they were referred. It was to a, it was a dragon species. Yeah, yeah, it was a dragon species. It was. It was? Yep. Yes, I knew it. I knew they were dragons. Okay, see? So, I guess I guess seahorse or, dra or dragon both count. New dungeons! Woo! Yay, more tomes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we're I'm always kind of excited when I see new dungeons and then I remember that these are going to be the two dungeons that I'm going to be doing for 6 yeah. months. Uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. be doing for 3, three months. months. 3 months, three yeah, months. 3 months. But, and it's like, I really want to not hate these dungeons in three months. I'm probably going to hate well, at least one of these two dungeons. I don't want to hate these dungeons in the beginning. Because there's usually that letdown, um, what, um, 
Omnipore Hard and um, like yeah, Omnipore Hard and Keeper of the Lake kind of were let downs to me at the beginning. Oh, we had like three really. dungeons back then, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 they're stuck into the two dungeon uh, per patch thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Silence. So I want I want I mean, to enjoy, enjoy these dungeons in the beginning and then kind of you know get annoyed with them later. I'd rather have that happen than just be annoyed and have to do these shits and be more annoyed later. Is there really nothing they can do to make four mans more prominent? In Endgame, they no, they have been entertaining the idea. They they seem to be getting closer and closer to releasing the uh, Savage dungeons. I mean, just just something. I mean, uh, you know, uh, anything at all to break the monotony of right. being an expert a day, and that's well, that's your four man content. I mean, one thing that they they are kind of leaning towards, and we should have maybe mentioned this with the Orchestrian, is the Orchestrians have uh, the music sheets have higher drop rate on minimum item level. Okay. Yeah. So minimum item level for added tomes could be a potential in our near future. Hmm. Um, and I I'd don't know. I, I liked minimum item level. I remember I-55 yeah. Tantania was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I-55 Coil was really fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except for turn four. Fuck turn four. <laughs> <laughs> turn four could go die in a fire, okay? Um, yeah, so we have two dungeons. We better get used to it. I really also just wish they would have fucking just leave. I understand they're different item levels. Please just put the two latest patches worth in a roulette of four and then start pushing them out. I'd be okay with that. But nope, we got two more here. The Anti-Tower and the Lost City of Amber. Wait, wait, wait. You, no, no, no. Not the Anti-Tower. You mean, you know, Ibsen's Castle. Wait, Ibsen's no, Castle um, from Final no, Fantasy IX. The, yes. Moria. I'm sorry. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Final Fantasy references out the wazoo. Yeah. I think that's the coolest looking dungeon we've had. It is. I agree. Tower. Looks cool. I agree. It still looks like a dungeon. It does. What a cool looking dungeon. <laughs> that doesn't. That hasn't changed. It still it looks just like looks a dungeon. Like, it's probably it's gonna a be dungeon. Clear in thirteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably gonna be clear in thirteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, it also showcased the nightmare fuel that is a boss from Final Fantasy IV. Uh, that's Kalka and Brina. Those are the names Kalka of the six dolls. Those are the dolls. Yeah, those are the dolls. Kalka and Brina. Okay. Now, before we go into in depth on Kalka Brina. This was the one they did say that we were going to get a boss from a, for, a past Final Fantasy. Yes, and it is and definitely Calcabrina. Calcabrina, but oh, with yeah. with you know the nods to Ibsen's Castle and Memoria, do you think we're going to get more than one past nod? No, you, you don't think we're going to get something at the end. You we're know? not going to fight. Necron they would, they would have teased it. They would have teased it. Yeah, they would have teased it. Okay. It's 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 Calca it's Calca and Brina, which which merged to become Calca Brina very originally. Yep. So do you is, think there's gonna be the whole um, the enrage? Well, it's not. It's gonna be kind of a soft enrage where if you don't kill it fast enough, it'll split back into Calca and Brina. Do you think we're gonna see that? I I don't know. I think they're I think they're gonna just merge into Calcabrina, and I don't know if they'll demerge back out. It's either gonna be a thing where they they merge very often and merge and demerge very often, or they're just mm -hmm. gonna merge once and then we'll fight Calcabrina. I think okay. I'm leaning towards that. Okay. But that shit looks fucking creepy, and I haven't really touched on it. They have a lot of really good models for their for their like a in lot of patch specifically. Yeah. But wasn't yeah. In, in four wasn't Calcabrina a male? Doll instead of I a female. No, look at that thing. It's creepy as fuck. That's all I know. It's got it's got kid pigtails. It's giving me well, Bioshock nightmares. Yeah, it was a female doll. Never mind. It was a female. I'm looking at it. Yeah. 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 
It's still, it's, it's just it's fucking creepy. Okay, it's got eye lasers. It's naked when it's Calcabrina. It's just, it's fucking creepy. Okay, yeah. that's all I know. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Lost City of Antipore hard mode, which looks to be infested with light elementals. So, basically how it was before Diablos came. Yeah, which, mm-hmm. if I, the Antipori, if I remember, they caused the flood from messing with white magic. Right. And it looks like the light elementals might have been the result of that. So, that caused a six umbral calamity last time. Uh, so, let's, we should probably stop that from happening again. Yeah. yeah. Dang, there's a lot of story that goes into that format. There's a lot of story I, that goes I, into it. I like it when dungeons have formats. a lot of story into it. It's the only thing that makes me interested in them past the first day. Yeah. Is, is the story in them. Do you care about the story, Layla? Uh, I, when it comes to the the formans, I generally just press my zero key quite oh. quite quickly to get through. Well, happy I know your next partner for Aeor Zivia. Congrats, Layla. Yeah, <laughs> except for the fact that the next one is is Ethis. Ethis, yeah. So, so the one yeah. where it's actually us, Layla, you're gonna you're gonna be Happy's partner. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't think that's balanced, Sly. Was it balanced with me and Adagio? True point. Anyway, <laughs> and as per usual, the music in both these dungeons. Still love you, Adagio. Still love you. Just saying. But still, just saying. <laughs> he ducked out of Mog Talk this last <laughs> Actually, I guess he didn't duck out. He had something to do. Music oh. on these dungeons is both spot on. Music in general has been pretty fucking spot on this entire trailer. I, uh, yeah. I mean, we haven't got to the Alexander bit yet, but the music for uh, the Voltron fight. Yeah. I was, yeah. Really, I was really into that. But we'll, yeah, we'll get to can, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that because I got some thoughts on that one. That's yeah. that's gonna be interesting. So, um, Layla's enthusiasm has struck me. And, uh, and excited for this dungeon? <laughs> Any of these dungeons? Excited? Is that a word? Uh, I mean, the, the Calcabrina is cool. I uh, I think I think their rendition of it in Final Fantasy because they always they always the when when they port these these fights back into Final Fantasy fourteen, um, you know, they always have add their own little flavor to it. So it's interesting to see their take on it. And uh, I, th- I think it's cool to see it in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just going to be my expert roulette. And that's <laughs> what it's going to be for the next three months. That's unfortunate. That That's true. What about yeah. you, Sly? I'm excited, especially for Anti-Tower. Um, I feel like... I do agree that I feel like um, Lost City is going to have a little bit more, a little bit more lore than Anti Tower, um, but I'm still, I, I still think, once I get my hands on it, Anti Tower will probably be my overall fave. I'm hoping because I need. I actually thought this these last two dungeons they did the Arboretum and mm-hmm. Pharaoh's Hard were actually pretty good. I I'm, I've yet to become sick of them like I did Never Reap, and I'm still not sick of Fractal. So I'm hoping... I'm sick of Fractal. Yeah, don't be a bitch. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly okay with them. I listen, anything's better than a fucking boss that halfway through my opener disappears and then halfway through it again. I, I agree, again. I agree. I mean either or like was fucked up, but I, I just hated Fractal. Yeah. I got tired of seeing Fractal. That's because that's all I got. Every that's time I did got. every time I did um expert, that's all I got. So it's what fucking got? Fractal. What's your curse, Layla? What's your curse dungeon? Um what did I used to get all the time? I get Keeper of the Lake all the time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a big one. All the time. Yep. Keeper wasn't that bad. I don't well, mind it, but I get it all the time. Well, well, all right. Calm down. Calm down, Sly. Calm down. It's Kill actually really return. quick if you go through it. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. 
it's actually one of the quicker dungeons, I think. Yeah, a lot of people did it for poetics farming when there was no when they didn't have coil carries. For yeah. um, the other thing, yeah, they would just they would just do level fifty runs of that for like a hundred poetics a pop. Um, next we have Hildebrand. He's back. Yes, as promised. But I wasn't expecting it this soon, and and in this form, because if you look at the trailer, this is you see clearly at the bottom the Hildebrand icon. Um, I know we didn't get something that kind of solidified Scholastica on its own, but this is Hildebrand. This isn't the Scholastica. I don't think it's go- we're going to get any more Scholastica uh, quests right now, maybe in like, like 3.25, maybe. But this is strictly Hildebrand. And also, it looks like Rams is with him. I don't know if you know who that is. That's a character from Tactics. That fucking kid... That, that they're backing away from. That looks like Ramza from really? Final Fantasy Tactics. Hmm. I, didn't, I, didn't t- I didn't get that feeling, but... Yeah, me either. Pull up, pull up a picture of Ramza and look at the I mean, I know what Ramza looks like. Yeah. I, it, Final Fantasy Tactics is my favorite Final Fantasy. It's pretty shocking how similar they look. Mm. It's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is him, but they look very, very similar. It's just strange to me how... And we know that Hildebrand, they love throwing things from the old Final Fantasy. He's like more out in the like out in the open in Hildebrand. Like it's very mm-hmm. clearly from a previous Final Fantasy and it's kind of self-aware. So, um, yeah, and then we had the Sir Zombie in the background. <laughs> yeah. Zombie. Tra- I don't know. I always love seeing the Hildebrand tra- teaser because they're all, it's always so short. And you have no idea what the fuck is about to happen. It's not like all the other things where you can kind of dissect it that much. It's always just like, what the? F-? Uh, all right, it's it's Hildebrand. Whatever, some shit's gonna happen. Okay, but with this Hildebrand, do you think we're gonna get it? one? Do you think we're gonna get a new tri- new trial? And two, is this gonna be a classic Final Fantasy boss like we've seen in past in, as a recent past Hildebrand um, patches? I don't think we'll get it in this patch. I think they would have teased it in some way, shape, or form if we were legitimately going to fight something. So you don't think we'll get a trial at all? Not I think they're designing, they're designing so many trials already. I mean, we're probably going to have an, a big MSQ trial. <laughs> uh, we've got the big Primal. We've got a whole new raid tier. We've got all these other you know, feasts. I mean, there's tons of trials there. I don't think they have time for it. And for those of y'all saying it in chat, we're not going to see Greg. We're not going to see a Greg. Not yet. Not, not yet. We're gonna get a battle at big something in the future. I that, don't know that what battle at the big church. I don't battle know. at the big castle. And it'll be in the vault. But yeah, not yet. They should really like take some battleground, like some of the like arenas from the dungeons, and turn them into fucking PvP arenas. Agreed. <laughs> like Halatali. Battle yeah. at the big Dino Island. Ba- yeah, battle at <laughs> Dino Island. There battle at Big Diadem. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be the in, in 3.3. It won't be the diadem. It'll be a new zone that is part of exploratory missions. Don't forget about that. In 3.3. It's not the diadem anymore. Are we still going to see dinosaurs? Probably. I'm going to assume we'll still see dinosaurs. What's the lore behind the di- why are the dinosaurs there? Why are they trapped on I, island? I think Ethis actually had an answer to that. I don't remember. I, I want to think... know why the dinosaurs are trapped on islands. <laughs> That's how they got away from the end. That's the fucking the meteor. That's how they got mm-hmm. away. Is that where they, is that where they the irony that a dinosaur can cast meteor as well is <laughs> like ironic. Staggering. Yeah. Um. Then we had new recipes and hairstyles. Woo! Yeah. Uh, I like the new glamour. I like it. You do? Is glamour yeah. your end game? Glamour is my end game. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to convince my raid team to actually just skip Midas progression and let's go farm the Diablo High Elgin gear. 
But what about the new what about the new glamour from Midas? Uh I can it really beat Diable High Elgin? What? Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is something I've been hearing a lot of. People are actually excited about this. I'm in yeah. I'm in the meh, in the meh column. Like I know glamour is the, the true end game, yada yada yada, but what makes this so special? Help me out. Help me, please. Because but to be fair, High Allegan was probably the best looking raid gear Still is. we had. Yeah. The healing Definitely. rope, the tank chest. Uh I don't, I didn't like the Dragoon Hyalogan gear, actually, but, uh, you know, mo- most of the Hyalogan gear is just top-of-the-line glamour. And now it's Diable. And now it's and Diable. I, I, I blame, I blame all, Doga. Die it all and, honey yellow. Exactly, see? I blame Doga and Une for making people want it so bad, because that happened with fucking Circus Tower, and they were just like, how come they get fucking hot Diable Yeah, Hyalogan? well, what exactly. They, they whetted our appetite with... Those two NPCs, and now... Savage should have Diable High Allegan. That's what everyone right. was saying. It, well, it still should have. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what Gordius had, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, actually, Item levels I guess, and it was I guess you're right, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of didn't care of that I could dye it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, the new hairstyles are from Type Zero. Woo! All, f- all five of them. Uh, cool homage, um, but I probably won't wear them. Me no. either. Me either. I mean, my character. Cool. My character's me, so I'm not gonna. I mean, if I made another character, I would want Nine's hairstyle, of course. Cause... I mean, they'll probably add the rest of the Type Zero hairstyles. They'll probably add them. Yeah. The please, badge. please give us the Academia outfits. I would definitely wear it. Veteran reward. Probably. Which means I'll have it way before you, Sly. Probably. We yep. were talking the other night about a a veteran reward that they should probably do. Why don't we have a Ridia costume yet? I don't know. I don't know. Should what do we have? We have, right we have what? Cloud, Zidane, Warrior of Light, Furion. Yeah, you have the Furion. Um, shit, I forgot one of them. Um, did you? I think I did. I mean, we have we have uh, Cecil's helmet. I mean, uh, yeah, Cecil's helmet, but we don't have the full outfit. You're in circlet. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I was missing one, but still. Uh, seeing no. someone wants Terra, of course. I don't know. We got we got a lot of glamours. I'm sure at some point. Ev- oh yeah, we have lightning. That's the big one. Lightning the lightning one. Yeah, that, that, lightning the lightning snow. snow. Yeah, I knew I was forgetting one that was pretty obvious, yeah. but uh, I'd like to forget about the lightning ones. Um, okay, so new recipes, hairstyles. Woohoo! Alexander Midas. This oh, was another style. Oh, this thing. This thing. There's oh, a raid yeah. coming out. Yeah, there's a raid. That's Is there? Right. I know we just went from glamour, which was the the major highlight, but we have to talk about the raid. Why did nobody tell of. me? Wait, 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 wait. They're both in game, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's I an mean, end game segment of the trailer. Yeah, yeah this is the end yeah. game. This is the all. Yeah, all the end game is at the end of the trailer. Yeah. You know. So first of all, still looks like four bosses. Yep. Two Fausts. I, I really. <laughs> Tim and Bob. Tim and Bob. Awesome raid. Great. Great job. Good job. I am still one of those people. I'm hopeful that we'll have five bosses at some point. I'm a hopeful. Uh, I mean, it's everyone's hopeful, but it's not going to happen. It could happen at some point. I mean, they're trying to hire people. <laughs> they're trying. I don't necessarily need five turns, but I need more. <laughs> well, I don't need, but what I would like to see is... That'll make the progression race interesting, five turns. It'd make it... Well, honestly, I think it'd make it a little bit easier for them, because... Uh, if you take a, if you take a, a 
the the way that WoW does their raids, where they you know, mm-hmm. WoW has like ten to thirteen bosses per tier. Yeah. Uh, what ends up happening actually is the first like five bosses are pushovers. Like all of them are just pushovers. Right. And then you start to get the middle of the pack, and then the middle of the pack starts getting that A two, A three difficulty, and then you get to the you know your heroic garage, which is you know manipulator level. Of, uh, I was gonna say there's eleven there's eleven easy bosses and two hard ones <laughs> in every in every single uh, WoW tier. I'm thinking yeah. back to, except Ulduar. Ulduar was the kind of... I'm talking of the, more recently. Yeah, uh, more recently. Cataclysm. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't necessarily the case. But way back in the day, yeah. I mean, you had nine Jokers and then... Yeah, because... You know, like, actually, it was hard. Yeah, because Cataclysm... I'm trying to think. Cataclysm had... Omnitron defense system was pretty rough. Mm. Um, that was like... Yeah. Uh, him, him the, them Nefarian... Mm, and the, the Elemental Council... Those were like the three big ones. Okay, from the first tier. Yeah, from the first tier. Because I did, I did, I did server first prog. Okay. That tier. So that's the tier I remember. My. And then you had Firelands, which was a fucking joke. All six of them, except for Ragnaros, who was a fucking, who was one of, who was like heroic Lich King levels. Oh man, those are good days. Layla and I should talk about that one time. <laughs> yeah, we could have a whole show just talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about World of Warcraft for one whole show. <laughs> Got me. Yeah, I don't know. Great. I'd go over well with the crowd. Yeah, I don't know how well that. Yeah, yeah. State of the realm. Let's talk about WoW. <laughs> <laughs> so we got four bosses. Let's right. talk about each of them. Yeah. Because these are way more interesting than the oppressor, the goblin, the, the goblin squad, living liquid, and we all know it's more interesting than the manipulator. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, the first. I mean, boss, at least these can walk. That's true. Well. <laughs> Yeah, okay, they can all walk. So, the first boss, and I'm going to give them all nicknames, the Mad Scientist. Okay. So, I'm giving them all nicknames. We okay. don't know what their names are. All right, are sure. We, uh, some, we don't know. Some people are calling him Dr. Luge, because um, the doctor from Final Fantasy IV, him and Barnabas, I think, were the two bosses, and mm-hmm. they kind of merge into, like, a, a super, like, a super being, and he kind of looks like Dr. Luge. He's got the same kind of hair. And, uh, basically, Small Goblin takes steroids, becomes Big Goblin. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, he's the, yeah Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, and uh, there's bombs and craziness. But the big thing everyone's talking about is the red and blue circles. Yep, Gorilla Duty. The Gorilla. It, it's we not Gobwalker Duty. I, I don't think it's, it's Gorilla Duty. No, it's not Gobwalker Duty. Now it's Gorilla Duty. Yeah. Now you have to assign people to become fucking gorillas. <laughs> and I'm gonna assume those bombs look pretty big. The gorilla is the only thing strong enough to move the bombs. You would imagine. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's literally Gobwalker duty if that's the case, because, like, that's all it is. Please and don't give the, me a, please don't the, give me a gorilla mount. No, you're going to be a fucking gorilla, all right? So I don't want a gorilla mount. I don't want to, no, no. A gorilla mount? <laughs> no. You still don't even have your Gobwalker mounts. Like, calm down. No. The blue one, we're thinking, either cleanses, cleanses that it. or changes you into something else. I'm Could thinking be. it cleanses the gorilla. Yeah, I'm thinking it cleanses. I didn't see any other kind of thing. Well, nobody there. else walked into the blue circle. I'm surprised they they went as far as to show them walking into the red circle because that's a pretty big tell. They don't want to give us all the mechanics. It's a pretty big tell to fucking turn this into a big gorilla. That's a pretty big mechanic to give away. And also, I, mean, I don't at know the about same you time. Guys. Like, how many pulls is it actually going to take you to realize that you go into the circle and you become a gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a one. pretty. One. Yeah, one. <laughs> a one. Um, 
And then also, I don't know about you guys, but any boss that has a knockback, I either think you will be able to fall off or the wall is made of fire. Well, remember in A3, it, A3, it's not going to be an insta-death. A3 only had, you know, it was like the penalty wall. Technically, it was, Thornton was an instant-death either, but it might as well have been. It might as well have been, but this is Alexander we're talking about. So I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be like insta-death. It'll be like a, I don't even think it'll be a penalty. That's the only thing I can think of with um, A3. It was like electric and uh, paralysis. That's the only thing you got. Um, yeah, I just don't see. I didn't they see. have a really bad tendency of any time there's a knockback, you are being thrown into you're something you do not want to be knocked back into. <laughs> That's pretty much the biggest reason. I, I, like, I, I don't want to get knocked off. I don't want to get knocked into the... Maybe get knocked into the red circle, become a gorilla. And you don't want to do that. Yeah. Whenever I see, I don't know about you, Leo. Whenever I see a knockback, I get PTSD and I think of dive bombs. Uh, I have, I have, you know, speculations. Um, I'm wondering if, please. Well, I'm wondering if if it's going to see more of a uh, more of a penalty in Savage than in a normal mode. You know, maybe the circles in the ground that were the void zones in the ground that we're alluding to, maybe they don't disappear in Savage. Maybe they're going to be uh, filling up the map and getting knocked into them would be detrimental. I mean, there's a lot of different play they could do. Oh, yeah. there's That's a pretty common thing, the, the, the ever-expanding... The ever-shrinking ex- ever uh, yeah. field of battle as the fight yeah. progresses. I mean, could be something similar. I like thought that. we were going to have that back in turn five when I saw the last phase of Twintania. I was like, oh, those are never going to Oh, with the, with the liquid... Uh, liquid, uh, liquid hell, yeah. Liquid yeah. hell, yeah. I thought we were going to have it back then. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. I'm still disappointed to this day that the final phase of Bahamut, yep. uh, Earthshaker puddles, disappeared. Disappear. Yeah, I, 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 I think they should not have disappeared. It should have just been filling the whole arena, and that should have been that should have been the final phase. Yeah, I agree. It should I have had to move Bahamut there. around to adapt. Uh, it was just a lot of a lot of missed opportunity. A lot of covers. Bahamut Savage. Yeah, could Bahamut Savage. Bahamut Savage. That. that was the one thing we were prepared for. Is there was going to be you know uh, Earthshaker puddles that never disappeared. And yeah. then they never did it. They're like, nah, we'll just wait. We'll wait till Gordius. Yeah. <laughs> great, great idea. Second boss, the Mighty Morphin Goblin Rangers Part 1. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I know that joke is pretty much best saved for the last boss, but it feels no, it's not, because it's Voltron. But we haven't got there Voltron. yet. Go ahead. Yeah, we right. took a poll the other day, and it, we, I took a poll of Voltron versus Megazord, and Voltron won unanimously. I'm a Voltron guy, but I wouldn't affiliate, I wouldn't affiliate this part with Voltron. I would only right. affiliate the last no. part with Voltron. Because this looks like you're fighting the individual parts that eventually you see in the final one. The final one, they have colors on them. That's the only well, we've got Power Rangers airing now, and then Voltron will air later in the, the uh, yeah, broadcast. Later in the broadcast. Yeah, broadcast. Or whatever the Power Rangers it looks, back it, then. It looks like uh, turn two to me. With a gauntlet, beat four bosses in a row, and you're on a time limit. That's what it looks like it is to me. And each boss has like got a lot of similar attacks, but they all have their own individual mechanic. Um, that's what I'm looking at here. Right? I'm thinking. I saw something that looked like Nisi, by the way. I hope it's not, but I couldn't help but notice that it looks like Digi slash Nisi. <laughs> so wait, you don't think? Circles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I my heart skipped a beat too when I saw that. Actually, I think it even had a similar sound effect. <laughs> Yeah, and the platforms are, like, raising and lowering, like, constantly, which looks like it could be a, a fun little thing. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. There was, like, a, like an attack where they charged. There was fire puddles. The platform's going mm-hmm. up and down. I mean, this it's, anything's better than A2 Savage, I think. Yep. I hope. But that anyway. was just – but this was in the same – when I looked at it, it was in the same um, 
instance. So there was the circular. Um, yeah, it's the cuff of the sun, basically. That's what I'm saying. There was the circular pad, at, I guess, at the end. And then before that, it was blocked off, as it usually is when, you know, the 15-second timer goes off. And then, like, before that, that was the platforms. So you were thinking maybe all same instance, all same turn, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's you have to beat them all on a time limit, like turn two. Okay. Where it starts you at the first one, and you have to beat it all before the enrage timer. Okay. Including the run time to get there. Or Alexander's going to fuck your day, pretty much. I wonder what kind of time limit we're looking at here, though. And I wonder if it's just uh, all four of the robots. I, I don't think they hit a fifth robot or, like, some sort of boss at the end, but... Uh, that's what I'm looking at. Do you think they'll throw in a self-destruct mechanic because we saw that in... Yeah, there's going to be something there that's going to limit your time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you'll pull the first... If, if that's the case, then you'll pull a mob, and then uh, some arbitrary timer will start ticking down, just, same, just like turn two did, where you had the, uh, the, uh, the countdown in the chat. You know, maybe something similar. Yeah. The third boss is Dr. Robotnik. From which Sonic... Seriously, though, it's Quick Thinks All Talks. You yeah. can see his cat prancing mm -hmm. around the arena. Um, and honestly, I think the cat's going to have a mechanic where like, he's going to try to, to, to insta-kill you with something, and if you go stand next to his cat... He's cat just, just wants like... to play with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There is, there is the giant ball that rolls around. The reason I call him Which Dr. I'm Robotnik, though, that is absolutely the fucking egg carrier, or in this case, the gob carrier. Yeah, because it does When float. he gets up and flies around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is absolutely the gob carrier. Like, I refuse to call him anything but Dr. Robotnik. So you think the cat will have kind of something like a man award, like in um, Halatali? I just think that, yeah, like you go near the... No, I think he's just going to be afraid to shoot at you if you go near the cat. Oh. He's going to be like, no, my cat! That, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I will not shoot my cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, spikes coming out of the ground. That looks fun. Yeah. And then the ball and chains. Oh, and that's another reason why it's Sonic. It's fucking spikes coming out of the ground. Sonic's worst enemy. Well, and Mega Man's, but... Yeah. I'm really, really, really scared of that ball. <laughs> why? <laughs> because I know this game's history of positional updating. Yep. I've, <laughs> and I've, dodging I've... a rolling object coming at me, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, it made <laughs> me think of, uh, what, Brave Locks? Made Brave me Locks think of Never Reap when the boss just goes around the arena. And like how I'm like, okay, I'm out of this. No, yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I thought I'm I thought careful. of the rolling gob gob machine in uh, Brave Locks hard. Uh, I, is it a ball or is it a bomb? I think it's a ball. It's a marble. I think it's it just looks, a, it looks like a ball. Big metal ball, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know Super Mario 64. You get the balls, the big black ball rolling down the the hill on the first uh, stage. Yeah. Uh, there's four squares in the corner and a circle in the middle. All that don't have spikes. There was false-looking ads. He could lift and separate party members. That's looking like a fun fight. Not yeah. exactly the fight you'd expect for, like, the third floor. It's nothing... It, it doesn't have the same epic feel that, like, Liquid did, because Liquid was kind of like a towering feature over... a uh, figure over you. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Quick Things All Talks is looking like he's, he's bringing the pain. Especially bombs chaining to people. I don't like that. Spikes were up at the same time, too. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of this fight. I think this fight's gonna be really fucking annoying on Savage. I think it looks fun. Yeah, well, looks annoying fun. and fun are the same to me. So, oh, okay. <laughs> like That's I thought, weird, but okay. I thought turn eight. I thought turn eight Savage looked annoying and fun. masochist. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. played eleven for seven years. Listen. <laughs> yeah. That's true masochism right there. Um, thinking that these bombs got a small explosion radius. I love guessing on these mechanics. I love seeing them and just 
instantly tearing them apart. Even though the trailers sometimes tell us nothing and even tell us the wrong thing about mechanics. <laughs> like, yeah, we changed it after the trailer. Sorry. <laughs> and then well, the, f- the one thing that I will say is uh, I think it's safe to say that none of these fights they're showing us are the savage durations of the fight. They're probably All of these clips are probably taken from normal mode. Normal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, would, I would be hard-pressed to believe that they're showing anything from Savage right now. They, nope. they don't. I don't think yeah. they ever do. Yeah. Well, they've only had one opportunity, and the only trailer we got for Alexander Gordius was a one-minute and 14-second clip of the first two bosses. So, I mean, I was even surprised because now we're going to Final Boss. This is the first time they've ever had a trailer show us the final boss. I mean, you can kind of count Nail Deus Starness because they teased it, but, like, this can was we a really, little... Can we really confirm that... This is the final fucking boss, okay? We know they th- they have the four-boss thing. This okay. was the big reveal here at the end. It's the fuck... It's fucking Voltron. Yeah, but we didn't see... Like, again, we didn't, they didn't see the, show the fight. It's definitely the final fight. Okay. They didn't show the fight. They only... Uh, so they didn't, they didn't go, you know, too far uh, out of bounds of what they normally do, but them showing the boss at all is kind of new, yeah. And not only that, but, um, by the way, uh, I, I'd like to believe, and another reason why I called Quick Thinks um, Robotnik is because I'm almost positive he's going to escape from the third one and then make the fucking Voltron here. Like, like, the, like the, uh, the last boss of Sonic well, 2. Sonic, yeah. Sonic 2, he, uh, he's in the, the robot, the oh robot one. Oh, my God. Yeah. The references. And fucking telling you, look! Do, do, you think, do you think the devs will throw, like, a nod to Sonic some way, somehow? Listen, there's fucking he bombs <laughs> and rolling and... Something like, in terms of the naming, I guess, or something? No, um, I think it's going to be, like, basic things like, you know, Gobwalker. Okay. I think they might call this the G.O.B.L.I.N. Ah. Yeah, I don't know what that would stand for, though, but, I mean, Koji mm-hmm. Fox has got an, an imagination. Yeah, he does. So, um, <laughs> this doesn't look like the start of the fight, by the way. This looks like the middle of the fight transition. I yeah, oh, yeah. That it's the middle of the fight. Like, for sure. So what if we start the fight by fighting the manipulator? You <laughs> 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 doesn't even want to think about that. What if it's only like Leviathan where it's like the first Well, one part does look like the manipulator. It does a have a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's, sm- it's, like, it's like a smaller manipulator. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if it's just like the first 5%? You fight, it's like Leviathan. Where he just auto attacks for five percent and then transforms. Chain cast Nissi. <laughs> then he starts casting Nissi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't joke around about that. Yeah, I know I should. Because they have a. Let's be real about here. Coil had a very, very common theme with all the last bosses having a very similar move set. Alexander's recurring uh, theme. Nissi. Yeah, no, I hope the, re- the returning theme is dolls, not fucking Nisi. Okay. But, but we haven't had a second last boss to look at. I think that the returning thing will be quarantine. Ah. Uh, <laughs> There's maybe. a quarantine hole in the back. Yeah. I saw it. It's the, uh... Yeah, yeah, it, it's like the same room as Manipulator. But the other arm. In a different area, yeah, in the, in the other arm. Yeah. So you think we're just going to have a, another quarantine DPS check again? It's not the exact same thing, but like I would imagine they're not going to repeat mechanics. That would be really, really, really did, did boring. You, did you even do coil? Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> all right, fair point. <laughs> did you even do coil? Like, 
every fight had dive bombs and dive fire bombs. wall. Mm-hmm. Well, now this I think the thing for Alexander is just bombs. Period. No, I think it's I think it's the dolls. I think like Faust and the dolls are like because I mean look at look at first one Faust then dolls ja- uh, Yag dolls then Liquid which is kind of immune and then fucking mm-hmm. quarantine dolls Strath dolls fucking more Yag dolls like. Just dolls! And then we have two Fausts now. There's dolls in the third fight. There's dolls everywhere! It's gonna be a lot of dolls with two Fausts. It's a lot of dolls. A lot of dolls. Oh, man. Overall thoughts of these uh, Midas bosses? Interesting. Um, like, a good aesthetic, but one thing, the one central thing you have to remember about this, and same thing with um, Sephiroth, it's dimmed down. It's not going. It's not going to be. I mean, it's still savage when you're talking about savage, but still, it's not going to be as difficult as you know a three was. There, there's not going to be. That we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Um, you know that that's what they've claimed. Okay. And um, a lot of times, you know, what they claim doesn't get reflected in what they produce. Um, what I would say is, we're probably not going to see as tight of enrages as we saw in Gordius. Mm-hmm. But um, mechanically, I'm ready for them to throw anything. Um, anything that's difficult. Uh, I, w- I don't think it's... I don't think, they're, I don't think they're looking at Gordius and being like, Judgment Nissi was too hard. We can't have a mechanic as difficult as Judgment Nissi was. Um, I don't think they're going to st- uh, view it that way at all. What I, think that they- I think they're going to tone down the DPS checks, maybe. Okay. Um, but... Uh, I'm fully prepared for them to just throw three Nissies at me against Voltron. Like, <laughs> okay, I, define fucking prepared. Um, I am. I have, I have, have the mental fortitude. I, I've been training it for <laughs> six months to be able to uh, cope with the fact that there's three Nissies. That's not good, Layla. You need help. <laughs> you never want to. You never wish three Nissies upon yourself, or ever. You always got. You always got to plan for the worst. That's progression 101. Got to plan it for the worst. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope Carnage is the mechanic and not Nisi. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but um, I guess uh, the other thing is, um, you know, tight, tight DPS checks, while to make Enrage, are not always going to be a part of the equation. Um, week one progression and, and early stages of, of progression at very low gear levels are always going to have tight DPS checks. Um, it, it may not be tight DPS check to... to clear the fight, but it might be a tight tight DPS check to get through a phase cleanly, or to get through a mechanic cleanly. Um, We're going to be pushed to, you know, deal big damage, regardless of how they want to tune the fight. Um, Just for those, just for those factors alone. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, and crafted gear, you know, that's Yeah, we'll see crafted gear. Uh, Crafted gear, to my knowledge, is going to be gated, probably. Uh, unlike it was in Final Coil, um, you know, Final Coil is pretty much just you had access to everything week one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably see gated crafted gear this tier, and that'll come into play for certain. Yeah. All right. Well, the final part of the trailer uh, is the main story, which doesn't tell mm-hmm. us too much more than we already knew. Uh, most of these are scenes are just the full depictions of the screenshots we spoke about um, last week. The biggest part is really Matoya talking about how people need to be willing to fight, kill, and die to win a war. Do you really? Do you really think? Do you really think that somebody is? I don't know. They, they, the only person who stayed dead at this point is Moonbrita. All right, and 
well, theoretically Gaius and the Asians. But, like, we keep talking about people dying and, I guess, I'm sorry, Hoshfont and, well, I'm not yeah. convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced that Iceheart's gone completely. But, like, really, the people, like, there are too many people with plot armor. I want people to stop having plot armor. <laughs> I want people to start fucking dying. Please. It's more interesting. I was way more interesting when I thought everyone was dead at the end of 2.55. Okay. Who, who's next? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the big question. People who's keep saying Ralban is next because for some reason he's standing in front of us like an asshole. Like in Dark Knight armor. No, he's in his usual armor. It just it looks very ominous. D okay. So people have been saying, some people have been saying that we might have the fight Ralban in just like a little mini instance. I'm I'm saying that that little scene's probably a red herring, and we don't really. It's just really a con confrontational scene, more so than. That's actual, how I took it. Yeah. I do I don't know because I think we're gonna have like one of those solo trials kind of deal, mm -hmm. like um, I guess looking back to 3.0, the one against the new um, what what was his name? Uh, the fucking Legatus or whatever his name is. The fucking one that's with the Emperor right now. Oh, in the Empire. What is his name? It's the one. It's the first boss from a uh, from Aether Regula. Chemical. Regula. From, yeah, Regula Van Von. Hydra. Yeah, Re Regula oh, Von Hydra. There you go. Yeah, him. Um, something along those lines. Like, I think we will actually fight Ralvon. Over what? I don't know, but I don't think he's gonna die. I don't think we're gonna kill him. I just think right. something he wants to do. We're standing in his way, and if we don't, we're not with him. We're against him. Yeah, I, yeah. I could actually see that playing out that way. Yeah. And he's only got one arm, but like he's got to know he's an he's an idiot to challenge us at this point. Like he's he can still be a beast with one arm. Don't don't whatever he's challenging him. us over is don't put it past him. To him. It's you always he's always going to be something with Ulta. With him, it's always something with Nanamo. So yeah. some shit's going to have happened. I don't know. I don't think Nanamo's going to die again, or like we're going to find out it's a fake Nanamo. Like no, this was a fake. <laughs> yeah. That's not really her. What if, what if, what if they, what if they killed Nanamo again? <laughs> kill her again. <laughs> and she stays dead? Do you, that I mean, me how much of a revolt would there be? That pissed me off the most, that they killed her and then said, no, she's not dead. She was, she was asleep. It was a cop-out. It was a cop-out. It was a cop-out. Yeah, when are we going to get That dead? pissed me off so much. I was like, the bitch should have been dead. <laughs> like, give me somebody to grieve. So you heard it, folks. Happy hates Lala's confirmed. Yay. I, if Alala dies, I want him to stay dead. All right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> He's racist. Uh, let's see. Um, and then, just any, any real thoughts on this final segment here with the story? Like, it's, um, a, lot of, it's a lot of just bullshit. I'm looking forward to seeing what, how Amphilia is involved. I think she's bound to Hydaelyn, like, forever. I don't think she can I'm, I'm not saying forever. I think she's. I think that like we are, we're gonna have conflict with Hydaelyn over the fact that Infilia is like stuck there. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she's permanently bound though. I think she is. She, she's a. I, I. I feel like she's more of a conduit for Hydaelyn and possibly Zodiac if if the Asians get their hand on her, which they it which they've proven is so easy. Well, what's that? You don't no blessing. All right, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> we can just walk in here. Like I'm a litibus. I'm just gonna walk in here. Okay, that's it. I'm good. All right. 
Alright, any closing thoughts on the trailer and how the patch is looking to shape up? Is it too, is it just more of the same or are, are we actually looking at like a solid patch? I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I think it'll be a step up from where the game's at right now. Um, I would anticipate, at least. Uh, anything that isn't Gordius is good. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that isn't died. <laughs> uh, unless they, you know... Well, they are. A lot of things are aren't in this trailer that are really important to the current player base, like the changes to the diadem, the tank changes, the materia changes, like things you can't really talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to be, and of course, changes to group poses, the most important thing, um, and the titan minion. <laughs> and the titan minion. Yeah, we 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 talked a little bit about the titan minion. <laughs> he looks so yeah. fucking funny. Uh, what about you, Sly? Um, a lot of things I'm interested in. Uh, mainly, um. Main story quest. Hoping it'll be longer than 3.1 was because that was it's like an hour. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Plus it took me two. It took me two hours because I actually paid attention to. The I story. paid attention to the whole thing too, and it still only took me an hour. <laughs> Bullshit. You didn't pay attention to it. You know you did. You even said you didn't. No, I said I didn't do it again. <laughs> um. Looking forward to the feast. Once we get it. Once we get our hands on it. Um, definitely interested in the Sephiroth fight. Um, mentoring Hall of the Novice, meh. Um, Stone Sky Sea, meh. Uh, but yeah, big thing probably for me is Alex. Yeah, I'm looking forward to everything. I just like having stuff to do. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's something, that's, something that's that everybody's doing now. I think that's that's the thing. I like having something to do. And if I am doing the diadems, hell, doing Void Arc's going to be worth it again. Right. I did my Void Arc's both this week because I think the Miyachi Farthings are going to be how we get our grade 5s from there. Yep. Yeah, I'm hoping. If not, I'm going to be really upset that I did it this week. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I would. what else would it be? Unless there's a new currency they add for completing Void Arc. God, I hope not. God, I hope not. Maybe a weekly quest or something. Uh, God, I hope not. <sighs> Please, don't do this. <laughs> don't do it. Just let me be happy. I have my farthings. I have my grade 5 materia waiting. Please, please, please. All right. Sly, do you want to do the usual thing you do at the end? Yes, I do. Um, every Now on every week, um, in at the end of every episode, I do a conversation with Happy and our guest, Layla, today. And the topic today, and it will I'll kind of tie it into what we were um, talking about in the first part of, of the show, which was World First Prague, but free companies. And this, this might not be for, you know, the veterans. This might be for the, some of the new people watching new to the game. And, th- and then we'll get to the, you know, raid free companies and things like that. But um, free companies in general, um, when should you join? Should you join? Why should you join? Oh, man. That actually kind of reminds me of um, people who kind of just say, like, because obviously I stream a lot, so a lot of people just say, mm-hmm. Happy, can I join your free company? Right. I have no idea what it entails. <laughs> you know, like, what? why do I want to join this free company? You know, do I want to join this free company in the first place? It's just like, I want to, yeah, it's just like, can I join it? It's like, uh, you might want to do a little bit more research about Elysium before you just ask me. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people just don't even think about it. They just look at people who play and they're just like, yeah, join. 
and see, and that's another side of it, which we'll get to in a minute, recruitment. But why? Why, when, and should, should you? Well, um, I think when it comes to free companies in this game, um, you know, there is, there is a, 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 a very interesting line between what makes a free company and what makes a link shell. Okay. Um, and to me, um, you know, I, uh, today I'm the co-leader of Elysium and uh, I, do, I help manage the free company. And mm-hmm. to me, what is important when it comes to free companies is if you're choosing to join a free company or you're interested in joining a free company, you're wanting to join it because you're wanting to support their goal and vision. And um, I think uh, if, if you were somebody who was, uh, you know, playing a game with a group of friends mm-hmm. and maybe your group of friends is a part of a link shell and um, you're wanting to, uh, maybe that link shell is made up of different free company, uh, different free companies. Um, and you're wondering, uh, you know, should I join uh, your free company? Well, do you want to support our vision for how we want to enjoy the game? And that's essentially what, what it comes down to when you're, when you're joining a free company. Do you, do you share the, the same um, uh, vision for how you want to play the game? And I think that's where you would start with that conversation. Hap, what do you say? That's definitely where you would start. Uh, and it's something that most people just don't even consider. A lot of people look at the idea of applying to free companies and kind of, you know, scoff at it. Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to apply, motherfucker. I just want to play the game. And it's like, <laughs> but this is to make sure that, you know, you don't join and then all of a sudden you want this out of the free company and you're not, you don't even know really what you're doing with the free company. Right. And that's, I, I just, I see that, I see that far too often where people just have this blind idea like there's a lot of things you can just join like i don't like just a pvp link shell for example you want to join a pvp link shell great you don't need an entire free company for that you don't have to be in anyone there's free company Mm -hmm. because you've already nailed down that is the one single goal that you have whereas a free company is more of how do i say a community to me Mm -hmm. you know um Everything, everything that comes together there is all in search of a common goal, whereas Link Shells, you're kind of just looking for other people that want to play this game the same way you do. This is more of a... It's, it's, it, like, like Layla said, it is a fine line. Like It sounds like I'm saying the same thing, but the tone is different in each of them. Uh, like It's so hard. Like I have a Link Shell for my raid group, for example. That's in Elysium. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I still play with those people, but the Link Shell accomplishes a different goal and my headset just died so if you say anything to me i probably won't be able to hear it but the link shell um just accomplishes a different goal it's got a more it's got a more focused goal i guess is the where i'm where i'm trying to put it whereas um a free company doesn't have to have just one focused goal it can have a lot of sub goals and whatnot happy can you hear me and now i can hear again okay good now both of you touched on something um which was like the purpose like FCs having, you know, a goal or a purpose. Yeah. And then there are some FCs who are just, you know, casual. It's just a friendly FC. Um, sure. No, there's no real goal in mind. There's no, there's no rating or things like that. Um, some are heavy on crafting, gathering. The lack things. of a goal is a goal to me. Because that's, what, so? you sh- that's, what, you so? that's what you have in common with the entire free company. You have no goal. Well, I'm going to say no goal, though, but um, there are things 
I, f- I feel like there are things casual free companies can do. I mean, you can do pretty much the same things that, you know, more serious, quote unquote, free companies can do. You know, you can still, if you want to do the exploratory um, diadem voyages, you can do that as long as you have the fucking airship. Uh, but it does go back to what you, you were saying is you have to determine a goal. Um, basically, I feel like free companies, um, it, it's a community. Like you said, it's a community. But... I just don't look at them too seriously. And yeah, you do have your rating free companies. I mean, you have Elysium. Um, and I'm going to get to that. I'm going to hit that now. Uh, rating free companies. Mm-hmm. There are statics. I mean, there are statics and then there are free companies who raid together. Now, I'll just ask. Um, with Elysium, would, if they applied to be a part of Elysium, would they have to be a part of free company? Could they just do their own thing, or would they have to be a part of? Free you company? mean be a part of rating? Yeah. If you're, uh, I, I, if I'm understanding correctly, what you're asking if you're applying to join the free company Elysium, or if you're or, just applying to be a uh, play play with members of Elysium. Yeah, or raid. But do you really? Okay. Yeah. Do you um, really need? I mean, because statics do the same thing. I mean, I have, like, for example, I raided with um, my static. They had a free company. I still had my free company, but we most of them were in that free company. I still did my own thing. Gotcha. I didn't need to, you know, join the free company or give up my free company. So the dynamic we have set, um, at least in RFC, um, is uh, if you're, if you're a, if you're, if you're a Elysium supported raid team, then we require you to be part of the free company. Okay. Um, and when you're applying to a raid team, you're actually applying to elite, you're applying to our free company. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and going through all the, uh, holes and, and hoops to, to get in, uh, to go through that process. Um, so there, there's more to it than just applying to a raid team at that point. You know, you are applying to a greater community and we're making sure that you're a good fit for that community that you're wanting to join into. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, then you have um, the, the different levels inside the free company uh, when it comes to the, the various statics. Because uh, Elysium is a rating FC that has... Um, you know, five, maybe potentially six in the future uh, supported raid teams right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even in the past, we had more. We had, we had nine at one time. Um, I think we might have even had 10 at one time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we, 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 so, we, we, you know, inside uh, the free company, we just as Happy was talking about earlier, you know, he has a link shell with his raid team. Um, even though his raid team is a part of the free company, you, you have – many, many different groups inside the free company. And uh, as a rating FC, it, it's, it's what we're trying to build. We're trying to build a community of raiders that can, you know, bounce ideas off each other and grow all together as one whole, uh, you know, towards our, our common goal of all wanting to, you know, uh, be ambitious and, uh, you know, uh, better ourselves as players. Happy? He, he's speaking for Elysium. He might. He's higher up than I am. So. <laughs> that's why when people always I ask me recruitment. Shit. Yeah, that's why when people always ask me recruitment. I'm like, uh, you might want to ask someone who actually does all that stuff on Elysium. Okay, and that's another thing. Recruitment. How how should you recruit for your FC? How how does one FC, How does the FC recruit? Uh, what is is there a certain like I know some FCs like yours has requirements, um, but when it comes to just general ca- like casual FCs, what what should one do if you're in charge of an FC? What should recruitment be like? 
Well, it, uh, I mean, like you were uh, alluding to, it does sort of depend upon your your goals as mm-hmm. a player, um, because you know, as if if I were leading an FC or if you were leading an FC, um, you want to um, you never want to ask somebody, you never want to ask something of someone that you're not um, comfortable with yourself. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so assess your goals as a player and recruit around that. That's, that's the place you start. Um, and as, as you're recruiting players, uh, you know, find things that are important to you. What's important to you? Is player skill important to you? Is uh, attitude important to you? Are all, is all the above important to you? And, uh, you know, develop a, a recruitment process, you know, be it through an interview or an application that they fill out um, on, on, a, on an online website. Um, develop a means of, uh, you know, checking if they fit the criteria that you're interested in. Um, but before you can do any of that, you have to decide what you yourself as a player are interested in, in, in and then surround yourself with that. Yep. He's speaking for Elysium. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm just talking in general. It put it. Okay. Put, okay. Putting, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Slide. The FC leader. How to, many like, free companies have I ever led? Let me, that, I'm, let me putting, I'm putting you in that seat. You are an FC leader. Congratulations. You are in charge of the Happy Army FC. How would you recruit? How would I, I would recruit. You know how I would recruit? Who's, okay. who's here in the stream and who's on Gilgamesh? <laughs> That's <laughs> how I would recruit. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. So you would be that one on Grit. Are you saying you would be that no, one? No, I wouldn't even shout. I would just go to my stream and be like, okay, guys, I'm making a free company for the stream. It's the happy army. Who the fuck wants in? That's what I would do. And then all of a sudden, everyone's trying to log in at 4 a.m. to make a character on Gilgamesh. <laughs> That's you'd it. That, you'd be that guy. Yeah. I'm not or trying. You... All I'm trying to do, if I'm making a free company, it's literally just so people have other people to communicate with. Okay. Because so you're, yours would be among the more casual side, and not even, not even. And that's serious. because I'm not dealing with the stress of being a leader in a free company. I can't deal with the stress of being a leader of a free company because hmm. Layla's not alluding to it too much. But it is a fucking stressful job to, to manage people. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a very significant amount of help surrounding me. Um, you know, it's not just one or two people doing the job. We have a group of people who run the FC. And, uh, you know, because just like you said, it's a really, uh, really, um, you know, hard to do job when you're trying to do it well. Yeah, exactly. And then if you're one of the, and then if everyone's responsible for everyone else, then everyone else who's running the show, you have to be fucking worried about those people. (laughs) Mm. Because anybody, any sort of, any sort of pillar that falls down, everyone else needs to build back up. Yep. And I don't think with the time investment, I could realistically give people a stable pillar with which to have a free company that they could call their own. And I think that's unfair to people, which is why I don't have a, a fan-based free company. Gotcha. All right. So really the last thing, um, I'll, put a, I'll give you a scenario. Fox Sly had just made an alt on Greg. I had the little, I had the leaf over my head. Oh, he's a leaf. Yeah. I, I I'll invite you to the mentor channel. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, I, I'm getting spammed heavily 
by uh, FC invites, which happens to every new player. It happens. It's going to happen to you, unfortunately. Um, what are some of the – when looking at it from a new player standpoint, what are some of the pros and cons of joining a free company as a new player? Pros. FC buffs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I knew you were probably going to say, FC buff. Did they, did they say they were offering EXP buff in the show? EXP buff. <laughs> Eat a battle. <laughs> there you go. And you win because 46 to 49 is going to suck if you don't. I mean, but really, is that honestly the only benefit? No. Um, so let me, let me paint a picture for, for you guys, uh, give you a little history here. Um, when I first started out on Gilgamesh, which was, you know, way back in – I mean, I played the game since beta phase three. So at, at launch, when I made a character on Gilgamesh, um, I rolled with maybe one or two friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they were friends that I eventually went into Binding Coil with. However, uh, you need more than three players to go into Binding Coil. Yeah. And uh, no, not now. <laughs> well, not now, but back then. And a funny story. Um, so while I was leveling my very first character, you know, the first week of the game, I think I'm level like 27 or something. I'm over at Quarry Mill, um, and I uh, there's a free company shouting and shout chat. They because uh, there weren't many free companies back then, but there was there were a few um, that got FC buffs really early, and uh, I didn't have I didn't have a free company, and I. Uh, was you know just kind of lonely while I was leveling, and I, I wanted people to talk to. Um, so I decided, oh well, this free company is offering uh, EXP buff. Uh, I want to go see what they're about. So I joined a random free company, mm-hmm. and um, funnily enough, what I ended up doing with that free, I stayed with that free company all the way to level fifty and all the way through my relic. Um, and. What I found in that free company was I actually met uh, a handful of players that I uh, found that I really enjoyed playing with, um, and I started doing content with. You know, we started doing uh, the four mans. You know, it was AK and WP back then. Uh, we started running those all the time for the uh, the Philo tomes. I think they were back then. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, getting Philo mats and making guild that way. Uh, and then we did our relic together. Um, and one of the players uh, that I uh, met and was playing with is Coldy. I met Coldy in that free company. Uh, Coldy is a player who I have gotten to know very well. I have known him for two and a half years now. Um, he was a, he's a former member of Team Updog. He was our bard. Um, this is a player that I've played every single patch with. And I would not have met him had I not, you know, branched out a bit and decided, hey, I want to go be social with these guys because I've got nobody to be social with right now. Um, you're gonna meet. You're gonna meet people. You're gonna make relationships. You're gonna make connections um, by joining a free company. Uh, these are all things that you're gonna find in a free company when you're starting out as a new player. Um, you don't know what you don't know. You're gonna learn things, um, and you're gonna have heat of battle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in or, the end, or, like... or or if you're um, what was the one for crafters? Um, God, I forget it. Who cares? It's a heat of battle, all right? No, no. Yes, heat of battle. <laughs> Meet and, and Mead and the Chocobo one. Meet and Mead. Meet and Mead. That's the the food one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we know that one very well. You know what else? We know what other one we know really well. Get back on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> back on your feet. We know way. Wait, too wait, wait, well wait, wait, now. wait, wait. You, I, you actually use that buff in um for a. You gotta use it for A4 Savage okay. to do the sack yep. strat. You need, you need. Mandatory. Back on your feet. Mm. <laughs> if somebody disconnects, you gotta zone out and zone back in. 
Uh, oh, reduced. Times. I forgot about reduced rates was a really popular FC action back then because of how expensive teleports were back then. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was a a big one. Um, there was something. Um, Mel says, "Tell me about the time you deleted a character." Oh God. What does this have to do with free company? I don't know. No. That's what Mel asked. <laughs> oh my You don't gosh, have to do Mel. it. That sounds like Coldy put her up to that, actually. That sounds like Coldy asked himself. <laughs> um, I So, funny, uh, this is another funny story. Um, the Layla Bell that everyone is familiar with is actually not the original Layla Bell. The original Layla Bell was actually deleted on accident one day. Oh, um, I don't want to go into how, how or why. How bad? <laughs> oh, wait, how bad was it? Like, what level? <laughs> Well, let me explain to you how bad it was. Uh, it was middle of turn five progression. Woo! <laughs> it was middle of turn five progression. Damn! It was, and it was the week we were going to kill it. That hurts uh, my soul. That hurts my soul. I accidentally deleted uh, my character. Um, and I had to use my... Every, every account has a uh, one-time item restore. And I actually got them to use my item restore on a character restore. Um, so they, you know, they eventually restored the data after I many, many phone calls. Um, but that's a that's a dark spot on my my Final Fantasy Damn. resume. Oh, Layla Bell! Jesus, that cut me deep. Good it, to know that the original. Let me let me tell you guys how how painful it is to watch the character. Like you know that it, it it's hit zero, but it stays on zero for a while mm -hmm. on the screen, and there's there's nothing you can do about it. You just <laughs> know you know in a few seconds it's gone. But it's not gone yet, but you have, like, it gives you, like, four seconds to think about what you did. <laughs> you need more, I, it needs to give you more time. It reminds like, me of when I, I first got hacked in WoW, and I logged in, and all my characters were, like, deleted, except for one that was just naked with, like, 40 copper. <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> what I can, because uh, I know some people are going to be like, how, did, how on earth do you delete a character in Axie? You have 30 seconds. What I can tell you, it's just ridiculous. Um, I was fantasizing it, so it had, you have to take all your armor off when you Fantasia. And I had an alt, a level one alt that looked exact, that had this, the same exact look as my main character. And they're both naked. They're both, one's level one and one's level 50. And I just had the wrong one highlighted. So you went to delete the alt? When I went to delete the old one because I, yeah. It's <laughs> like a, a ridiculous <sighs> circumstance, ridiculous turn of events. So uh, try explaining that to your raid team, by the way. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, guys, we can't sorry, I deleted my character. <laughs> yeah, get on team so we can have that conversation. Um, guys, yeah. we need to have a talk. Yeah, we're not raiding tonight. What do you mean? <laughs> do you mean? We're ready. We're waiting. Idleshire. No, I'm not gonna make it. No, you're gonna no. need a. <laughs> you're gonna need to find a new melee. Yeah. <laughs> so we've learned a few things from this conversation. This this is actually a. Really, one of the best conversations we had. <laughs> We've learned about the pros and cons of FCs, knowing when to join, knowing um, the purpose of the FCs, and um, you know recruitment um, for an FC. And then we've learned, don't delete your fucking character. <laughs> that's a pretty good advice for for free companies. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's good free company advice. Yeah. On that note, however, we're going to wrap it up. It's been an extra long show this week, and hopefully you all enjoyed it. Next yes. week, there will be a patch to talk about. Woo! That Sly is going to love talking about. <laughs>
I, I swear I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm going I'm I'm going to wear the little party hat and have some cake right next to me and just look sad the entire episode. Because it's our one year. And, and oh, this is when before Happy says, It's not my one year. It's not my one year, Sly. It's not my one year. It's the mine's, one year mine, anniversary. Mine's, oh, mine's, in, mine's in three show. weeks. The show. This is our baby. This is the one year anniversary of our baby. Sly, we're not Patrick and SpongeBob. This isn't a jellyfish. We we had a baby. This is our baby. <laughs> oh, this is our baby. Does Mel know? Does now. <laughs> she does now. <laughs> oh, um, but on that note, we're going to wrap things up for the night. So why don't we sign everyone off? Uh, actually, let's start with Layla. Layla, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at? Sure. Um, find me a couple different places, actually. Uh, probably the e- easiest place to find me is Twitter. Uh, you can find me at, I have a personal game in Twitter, Layla FFXIV. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out uh, my free company, Elysium. Um, I want to shout out my free company. Uh, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to pursue my goals. And uh, uh, let's do good in 3.2. Looking forward to it. Uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of strong raid teams in Elysium. Um, you know, uh, I we we I've mostly just been talking about my team because that's what I'm managing. But um, I want to highlight the fact that we we have a lot of strong raid teams in Elysium, and they're all going to be uh, hitting the ground running hard on patch day, and we're all going to be you know chasing progression. And uh, you know, if you're uh, interested in supporting Elysium, you can follow Elysium on Twitter uh, at Elysium FFXIV. Um, outside of that, I have a Twitch. Uh, all of that you can find on my Twitter, though. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you again for having me on your show tonight. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking about uh, the game and Patch 2.2 and how I deleted my character. <laughs> well, so thank glad. you for coming. Thank you for yeah, coming. Yeah, you were you were a great guest. Yes, uh, I appreciate it. You, you guys are great hosts. Well, after seeing you on Mog Talk, you know, definitely needed needed a follow up with you here. Yeah, because you were excellent to be here. on there. Thanks, as thank you. Uh, Sly, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, as if they don't already know? You can find me on Twitch.tv slash SlyAKGrayFox. You can find me on Twitter at SlyTheFox. You can find me on Instagram at SlyAKGrayFox07. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14 Ward 5 of the Lavender Beds, home to the Foxhound FC, where we had beer and wings. When, whenever you come to Behemoth, you will get a complimentary plate, complimentary plate of beer and wings. It's gonna happen. Like so, that's my recruitment that. tool. That's my recruitment tool for FanFest. I will have a table with beer and wings and pamphlets. I'm gonna make pamphlets. It's gonna be a thing. <laughs> Alrighty then, and you can find me everywhere, Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven. Except, well, YouTube. Fuck it, I don't say that about YouTube anymore. Everywhere is Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, fuck it, everywhere. That's where you gotta go. Uh, wow, good show. And keep in uh, mind that. Wait, 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 Who's? Um. Who? Who? Next week? Who? 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 Just me? Is it just me? There's. Mel. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mel. Mel will be joining. Yes, so next week for the one-year anniversary, um, the current plan, since uh, it's looking like I will not be there, is that um, Mel will be joining. And for those who don't know, Mel is the one who pretty much makes shows like this happen. She, it was her idea to get Layla She's on the, the show. She proposed it. She is um, the best. Layla is her ex-Valentine and internet boyfriend, so he knows. All Mel, a.k.a. Olivia Pope from Scandal. There you go. 
Um, and she is the one who is kind of the reason the show even exists in the first place. You know what I mean? So, um, considering it's the one year, it's pretty important to have her on and discuss, you know, what it's been like having a year of State of the Realm. And there'll be cake! Well, Sly's gonna apparently eat the cake no matter what. Mm -hmm. So, he's bringing the cake regardless. Yeah. But on that note, I think it's time we wrapped up this extra long show. Hopefully, you all enjoyed the hell out of it. I know that I did. We're going to move on over into post-show. And, well, we'll just hang out for a little bit. So, on YouTube, iTunes, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you all. Well, they'll see you all next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>